Hey everybody, welcome to another episode once again of the Table Podcast. I am Nick Han, joined by my brothers from Other Mothers, and um, we hope that everybody's doing good. Hope that you've had a great week. Today's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, continue to do me a favor, do us a favor, do the world a favor. Man, if you like the podcast, you like what you're hearing, tell your friends about it. Um, like, subscribe, rate, review, and all that kind of good stuff because it helps spread the word. And um, that's what we need. I'm thinking about we need some merch. Yeah. I'm thinking merch is really important. It's a merch time. So we're going to work on that um, and all that. But I don't know what we're going to put on our merch. What should it be? Probably just a table, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe a table or something. Maybe, just maybe some ideas I'm working on. Just, I'm gonna throw this out there, and you can throw it back if you don't like it. Like it's not, it's a little on the edge, but maybe like a table yeah. for the table podcast. Um, but anyway, 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 hope that you're out there getting yours and being respected. You know what disrespects me? Somebody at the gym disrespecting me. Um, you know when people call you like Bud or Chief oh, or Boss, oh, no. dude. The dude, worst. dude, there is nothing so disrespectful as you sent. I was at the gym the other day, and um, I was asking the guy, like, first of all, you know what's funny at the gym? Like, how at the gym, Miguel, you wouldn't know because you don't nope. go to the gym. But, like, when you go to the gym and, like, anytime, like, you're walking up to use a piece of equipment, like, you ask anybody within, like, a 50-yard <laughs> radius yeah. if they're on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, psst, you on this? You, you know what I mean? It's like, nah, dude, I'm clearly over here doing bench press. I'm not on that. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's just like a, a respect thing. You on this? No. It's all you, it's all you bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, it's all you. That's that's classic response. It's, he, all, it's, all, it's you. all you. But he butted you? No, I I was asking because you know, I've just gotten, you get gym confidence. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like once you start being there enough, like like I've been there, dude. Like I've been getting my reps in trying to I get my- I run this gym. I've been trying to get my rocks. You know what I mean? For the summer, oh, yeah. trying to belly get my, my belly rocks. And- uh so you start getting comfortable, and and you know because you know what I dude I'm carrying a freaking bag in the gym now, oh, dude, gosh. and I got my no. gallon of water, dude. Oh, like, watch out for me, guy. dude. You yeah, in, yeah, hey, you wearing stringers yet, dude? You don't even <laughs> want to know. You are, day aren't long. you? Yeah, I wear oh, them under a hoodie, but oh. I'm still wearing them. Oh, and one day the hoodie's gonna come off, dude, <laughs> yeah, and then I'm dude. just gonna be there, man. <laughs> Be there with a stringer solo, you can see my rocks. You know what I mean? Like they're just they're summer rocks, my summer stones, man. Just out there, just loaves of bread, man. Just stacked one on top, one on top of another, just building a brick house. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Twelve smooth, stones. twelve smooth stones. David, come put this in your slingshot. If you know what I mean? Like that's that's where I'm at. Um, but when you get the confidence, like not only dude, do you not care and you're not intimidated by all of the of the gym rats or the meatheads, you just kind of walk in like you own the place. But you know, you know when you're confident in a gym when you're not afraid to ask questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'll walk up to somebody and be like, "Hey, bro, how many more reps you got on this?" And then you then they tell you, and you always say, "Okay, just wanted to take your time." That's the thing what you always say, <laughs> right? So you say. You say, how many reps you got got on this? And they say, ah, two more. Yeah, no worries. Take your time, okay. right? And then you go work something else. But that's what you do. But this guy the other day, I was like, hey, bro, how, I said, how many, how, how many more, more reps you got in this? He said, what was that, boss? Oh, oh boss. boss. Boss, dude. Did you drop the bag? Uh, no, I just, I didn't. I, I, you know, when you're in public, you got to like, you got to hold the respect oh. thing together. But like boss, chief, bud, like. You know, it, it's it's funny because 
it's so disrespectful. But you know, sometimes you sometimes you got to do it. And sometimes it comes out though too. Like I can't hold it against them because sometimes I'll be like, oh, it's our, no big deal, bud. And then I realize that I called somebody bud, and really? then I feel like a hypocrite. It doesn't happen to you. Uh, oh, you I never. Like it's it? never just flows off the tongue. Yeah, I'll uh, get them back though. If you want yeah, to yeah, I'll pal you. Oh, yeah, exactly. If you pal. pal me, I'll friend you, and oh. you'll friend me. Oh. Wait, friend? Oh, friend? Yeah, that's so friend. That's nice. Friend. Oh, how you doing, friend? Yeah. <laughs> that just says walk all over oh, me. Oh my god. You know? No, it's like it's like the the older ladies that call you sweetie oh i hate that hate that you you hate that yeah i don't don't, bother me really i don't i don't want to be called sweetie that's why that's just weird i feel like that's you you don't get it miguel you're on a that's not the conversation bud yes bud and sweetie you know it's like a demeaning thing i think both of them are the same thing how are that how is that the same thing sweetie yeah sugar sugar the same thing too too yeah the words all all those little nicknames like it takes away your masculinity or something sweetie don't call it your sweetie or hun you know really like like, go ahead those uh, don't bother me like uh, hun sweetie sugar doesn't bother me but and honestly like if it's a if it's the right person saying thanks chief you know what i mean like if alan autry from in the heat of the night is like thanks chief like i'm like yeah that's right like i mean it pumps me up dude but like if it's just like someone your age or if it's like a especially like someone like a 17 year old high school kid thanks chief no just get out of here dude just get out of my face and don't ever look at me in the eye again like we can't be friends know what i hate it's like when you're like what's up man and like hey buddy Dude. Why? Hey, I'm being nice yeah, to you. Okay, but you know? buddy, buddy, see, there's something about buddy. Buddy doesn't bother me as much as like, and I honestly, it's probably not the word. It's probably how it's said. Yeah, that's probably true. Like that's when you're when you're like, this is the guy like doing this thing. Like, hey, how many reps you got here? He's like, what, what was that? What was that, boss? You know what I mean? Like, okay, okay, yeah, boss. Am I paying your bills? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, am I writing your checks, paychecks, or something? Like, why am I your boss? But if it's, you know, it's it's how it's said. Yeah. So if you want to disrespect me, just call me bud. If you want to disrespect me, just call me chief. If you want to disrespect me, just call me boss. If you want to disrespect Miguel, just call him sugar. Just call him <laughs> sweetie. Just call him hun. Okay. Everybody. Has, all all everybody. terms of endearment. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, but boss is a term of endearment, too. It's some like, people oh, think so. I, I some am, people elevate. Well, I didn't think about that. Okay. Elevated. What's a boss? See yeah. that doesn't bother me if it's like that. It's 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 the it's all tone, dude. Yeah. It's all tone. That's what it is. I think it's all tone. I don't even think yeah. it's words. So let's just let's start over this podcast because that was it's a waste rural. of a segment. Because really, it's not the words. Really, right. it's tone. So Wrap you, it up. So you just you can say, "Hey, what's up, bud?" And you say it with the right tone. You know, might might give you a hug. Might not be mad. But if you say it to me in a disrespectful way, well, then hey. it could be. This is what the table's for. This is what the table's for. You gotta work. You gotta work See, it out, man. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta. We started one place and we ended somewhere else. Yeah. That's progress, and that's. It's what, this what you is call about. progress. Mm-hmm. So respect your fellow man. You know what I mean. Eye contact. You like think eye contact's important. Yeah. Like I've had like people say like you yeah. look in the eye and then like when you. But I think I think that it can't be too long of eye contact because then it gets weird. I think you got to yeah. have like give it. You do ten seconds on, five seconds off. Yeah. Ten Quick seconds answers. on. Five seconds off. So I, if I was like, hey, dude, I hope you're doing really well. I'm thinking a lot. But then I got to go. If I'm here, it's almost like 10 seconds, almost long. And then five seconds off, yeah. you know, to think and then back at it again. Sometimes you think about it too much and then you realize I haven't been paying too, attention to this conversation at all. And I don't know what this person just said because I'm yeah, really right? bad at eye contact. So I have to like force myself to do it. But then I do that. Am I staring too long? 
how am I looking at them? Do I need to look away oh, for really? a little bit? Do I need to look back? And then you, I'm like, I just missed so much information that this person was talking about. You know who doesn't do good eye contact? is Taylor Burgess. He doesn't do good eye contact. Yeah. Hey, he always, it's, it's our generation. How about the people that laugh and keep eye contact? Like, they're like, oh. <laughs> I think that's fun, though. That's, that's fun, fun for me. I it's love fun, it. It's fun, but like, that's not natural for everybody. No, Most yeah. people was like, no, like but, this. That, that, but that's why you're like, what's weird about this? It makes like, it, you're staring at yeah, me. Yeah, you know? when you when you look in my eyes and laugh, it makes me laugh harder. Yeah. Like that's it makes it fires up my laugh. You know what's weird about eye contact is you're not. It's impossible to look someone in the eye. Because like, you're, yeah. you're picking one, dude. You're not. You're not looking in both. You're either looking at the bridge of my nose, my eyebrow. You're looking at my bottom eyelid, but you're not. You're looking at my left eye, my right eye, but you're not looking at both eyes. Yeah, it's impossible. You're trying. It's I'm literally trying impossible. So, hard. so when you say "look me in the eye," like which Choose one, dude? One. Which one do you want me to look you look you in, sir? Like eye contact is such a weird thing because if you're making eye contact, which one are you looking at? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Like, have you thought about that? Taylor's mind is blown right now, dude. That's why he doesn't even look in the eye because it's just too much. It's too many decisions to make, uh, dude. Mm-hmm. Which which eyeball do I look at, dude? Is it the right or the left? Do I t- do I pick a brow? Do I pick the nose? Not do I pick the nose? Do I pick the nose or do I not pick the nose? Oh no. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Anything else? No. Uh, no. Any plans for Memor- Memorial Day coming up? No, nah, man. I'm just trying to be American. You know what I mean? Remember remember the the fallen. Memorial Day is a good, a good holiday. Um but I think everybody should remember more. You know what I mean? But let's not get serious yet. <laughs> I'm just getting serious way too fast. You better remember on Memorial Day how you guys got here. Yeah. You know, and don't just fly, don't just fly, fly your flag if, unless you're going to remember. Mm-hmm. Remember. Do you know who Betsy Ross is? The person that made the flag, yeah. <laughs> Drew almost got, he got almost you. said, I no. got you. He I got you. He I, was gonna, you. I was actually going to talk about that. I was, was going to say, say, well, I remember that she, uh, <laughs> I remember in 1776 uh, when, uh, <laughs> Oh man! At first I first thought he said Betsy DeVos, and I was like, "What does that have to do with this?" Who is that? <laughs> That's the um, the the person that oversees all like the um, schooling and stuff in the Betsy DeVos. Yeah. <laughs> who? You know, I don't know Betsy DeVos. No, but oh, I don't know who that man. is. <laughs> oh, okay, no. sweetie. It's okay, chief. <laughs> it's okay, chief. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, pal. Uh, anyway, on the podcast today, a uh, buddy of mine, Austin Ariola, and he is a legend. Uh, in my eyes, and everybody's a legend that is on this podcast. It's like legends only, dude. That's the if, the criteria to be on the podcast is you got to be a legend. You don't get on the podcast, okay? So if you're mm-hmm. not a legend, don't apply. We take applications, but most of them get denied because they're not legends. Yeah. But Austin is a legend. Uh, he comes from the bodybuilding community. He does a lot of cool stuff. I want uh, just just in case you you haven't, you may have to come back and listen to this at the end of the podcast. But if you want to get in touch with um, Austin, he actually has his own pre-workout. For those of you that are into, are you into pre-workout? Me? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It helps, dude. Um, and he has one called Off the Leash. Do you have the the? Is there an Instagram yeah, for that? Yeah, it's at Off the Leash. At pre-workout. Off the Leash pre-workout. Make sure you get that. Try it out. Uh, post on Instagram on your social media accounts and uh, and um, let the world know. It's a, it's a great. Um, pre-workout and sometimes pre-workouts man it's tough to find a good one you know what i mean yeah. that you like and stuff so i suggest tr- trying it out he's also uh, an athlete for iron bullies which you can look up on his instagram which is at two aesthetic underscore which is at two a e s t h e t i c underscore um that's austin's uh, instagram and then you could also uh follow his uh his new project that he has absolute aesthetics 
um, which is just like you think it would be absolute aesthetics underscore and get information on training, dieting, contest prep, posing, all those kinds of things. It, it, it's really cool. He comes from a different world. And um, but you, you find out and that's the cool thing about this podcast. Talk about it all the time. It doesn't matter what world you come from, what industry you come from. We're all trying to figure out the same things, mm-hmm. knowing the same things. And a lot of the conversation was super inspiring, especially because I'm trying to get rocks by summer. You know what I mean? Trying to get rocks by summer. And uh, so I know you're going to to enjoy the podcast. Austin's a great guy. Has a lot of great things uh, to say. Every time we approach the table, we approach it with minds open, you know, ready to listen and to learn. And um, I know you're going to take away a lot from it. Anything else to say, boys? No. That's it. All right, Chief. All right, boss. Stop. Love you, bud. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Austin Ariola. you consider yourself a bodybuilder um i mean like i mean you're no doubt a bodybuilder I yeah mean, i would well i'm injured right now so don't judge me off <laughs> that's my such physique a, right dude, now that's such but... a bodybuilder thing to say yeah i know i'm injured right now yeah. so don't i'm not like <laughs> yeah no i actually it's crazy this is like my first um uh-huh. like serious injury since i started you know i feel like i started getting into bodybuilding at like 16 yeah i'll be 23 this year so yeah. like i mean that's almost seven years with no injury i tore my pack like, which is which is a good run uh, I is think, it considered a good run? Yeah, I think most people give up on it. Like, most people are more like, um, I don't know, they just, whether they lose, like, the passion for it or they weren't doing it for the right reasons, yeah. they didn't do it for themselves, like, they just stop. And so, for me, I don't know, it's just, I enjoy it. Like, I don't even really, like, the competitive side of it is cool mm-hmm. because I am competitive and I do like the sport, but it's not something I'm, like, passionate about. I'm passionate right. about the lifestyle. I'm passionate about training the eating the cardio so what does that mean though because i hear people say you know it's a lifestyle every in any industry like Mm -hmm. that's the thing right like you can't just do it it's a lifestyle which Mm -hmm. basically to me i would interpret that as you got to put 100 percent into whatever it is that you're doing right like that's the lifestyle portion for you when you say it's a lifestyle what part of it is the is the lifestyle for you i think just the the whole aspect of it like i think a lot of people only live the lifestyle because they want to post on Instagram or because they yeah. they want to be like oh he's jacked or oh look like they want right. this attention and to me I've never done it for that like I mean I tell people all the time when I got into working out I was a junior in high school and like it wasn't cool to work out if right. you like you had to play sports and like if you were working out like oh dude you're weird like you yeah. know so I never did it for that it was more just something I enjoyed my dad kind of got me into it and then I would say with like the lifestyle part it's more of just like you can't fake it. Like that's the cool thing with bodybuilding. Like you yeah. don't fake eating <laughs> right. six, seven times a day. You don't right. fake squatting, you know, 500 pounds. You don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. you just, you work up to that and you do it. So I think too many people just do it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And that's why you see a lot of these competitors, like, you know, they compete and then they're done with it. And to me, I have nothing against competing, but I just know that like, there is no, like winning a show is not going to bring you any type of revenue. It's right. not going to bring you, I mean, it might get you some type of like, uh, uh, what's it called? Like you might get noticed somewhere. So there's not you, money in that. There's not money in that. There is, really? but it's minuscule. Like it's not worth right. it. Like it's say, not through the actual competitions. It would no, be more like say, I mean, you know, you compete as an amateur, right? Yeah. And then say you, you know, you end up turning pro, which is very like hard. I mean, mm-hmm. I think from Fresno, there's like only like three or four people that have turned pro, like wow. ever. You yeah. know, so it's not like a common thing. Yeah. 
And, um, you know, with doing that, you then compete in these shows and they have prize money. But I mean, you're standing up against these freaks and, you know, <laughs> top, th even if you put the Olympia into perspective, right? Yeah. The biggest like bodybuilding show out there and you're the open class, the biggest class, the winner gets uh, $250,000, which yeah. is a lot of money, right? Yeah. But then say someone like me who does not want to be 300 pounds of muscle and that's just not like, you know, that's not what I aspire to be. Yeah. So I compete in the classic physique division or the men's physique division or whatever. They're making like 10,000. Yeah. for the winner so it's not it's I mean, not in comparison you're not gonna live on ten thousand dollars come <laughs> right. on now you know how do you draw the lines though between like what is the difference between like the you you, you talk about what you want to be versus like the big muscled out like um it's machines. just a, it's just a different look like i mean first of all most of us don't even have the genetics to like right. look like that how like, much of it is genetics though all of it all of it's genetics yeah. uh i mean it's i think it's all of everything it's all training yeah. it's all diet it's all because there's a certain point where like I can train 110%, my diet can be perfect, my supplements can be perfect, my rest, my lifestyle can be real laid back, not stressful. But there could be another dude who just has like, I mean, I know like you guys went to those dudes uh, or you went to high school with those dudes that, that, you know, you see them, they take their shirt off in the locker room and they're just shredded. Yeah. And you're like, bro, yeah. like, how do you like that? Right, right, but that's right. just genetics. Yeah. I mean, genetics is everything. Think of basketball. Like <laughs> yeah. you and I go and try and play in the NBA. <laughs> right, right. There's it's no, not it's not going to happen. But if yeah. I was born seven foot four, like. Right. I probably have a good chance of playing in the NBA, yeah. you know? So even when you look at other pro sports, like you look at uh, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, both of them are quarterbacks. Their dad was a quarterback. You look yeah. at John Jones. He's a top MMA fighter. Both his brothers in the NFL. Like as much as people hate to say it, it is definitely genetics isn't going to get you anywhere. You still have to have the work ethic and yeah. the drive and the determination and the mindset. But to access that, you do need the genetics. Right. And I'm very realistic with myself. Like I don't think I have – as far as bodybuilding goes, like my height is right. Like a lot of those open dudes, they're five, six to five, nine. So right. I'm like right in between there. I'm not tall, but, um, I'm not, I'm not one of those freaks. Like if you don't get, if you don't look crazy after like six months of just working out, then you probably don't have the genetics to be that right. exactly like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, I've just seen it, dude. Like I know, like I can see, I can point out certain guys in the gym and I'm just, I and know. And that's regardless if people are doing it natural or not. Like it, because, because it's the foundation, one hundred percent. Because even if they're not doing it natural, for instance, like if you put them on an even playing field, they're both training as hard as they can. They yeah. both have the perfect diet. They're both taking the same right. things. They're on the same even playing field. What's going to separate them? Their genetics. Right. Yeah, you know really that's is. what's kind of silly about bodybuilding when you really think about it. Like I don't even really. I mean, it's a sport, but it's very like it's subjective and that's mm -hmm. why when i see i get irritated with like these people that go on instagram and they they post uh like oh I'm, you know i got robbed i should have won like you right, yeah. you are all the time whenever yeah, they don't win yeah every single time when they don't win that's everyone <laughs> we're all salty right but the thing is is like you you're letting someone tell you hey you're better because yeah. of this like you didn't perform you didn't lift a certain weight where it's like yes i did it or i didn't right. do it or you didn't get you know you didn't box someone and either you got knocked out or you knocked him out like you're letting someone tell you they're better. So to yeah. me, like, are you really going to be that upset about it? I think people take it, they just take it too serious. Like, I, I see these guys in the gym that are all, like, they can't even smile because they think it's going to make them look less buff. And I'm right. like, bro, like, what is your issue? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I see someone that's jacked, I'm the first one to tell them, like, bro, you look sick. Because like, yeah. to me, I know what goes into that. I know how hard it is. Yeah. And I just respect that, you know? It's it's tough because I think people allow what they're passionate about, they, they allow it to become the thing that makes them significant. And I think that that's the challenge. You know, you mm -hmm. look at, um, you talk about living the lifestyle. I tell people a lot of times, like, if it's, and you could talk about, you know, whether it be physique, in the, in the world of physique, you have the foundation, which would be, 
um, your genetics. I think, you know, in every other industry, there's some sort of foundation that you start with. And that's kind of how you cut your teeth. It's kind of how you figure mm. out what, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Well, it's almost like somehow, some way we're clawing and scratching to find what is that thing that I have that mm. kind of is my foundation that I can build upon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that that's part of the, the great quest in life. But then the challenge is to keep that separate from your significance, you know, oh, yeah. like your, yeah. your passion. I mean, to me, I think about, you talk about living the lifestyle. I think about an artist An artist can be working a nine to five and maybe haven't had their big break yet. But mm -hmm. if it's 12 AM, they're going to get out a paintbrush and start painting or start drawing because it's what they're passionate about. Exactly. It's their, it's their thing. And I think that the dangerous part is when you allow people's opinion to start taking place in your actual mm -hmm. passion mm -hmm. to determine whether it's significant or not. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think you're 100% right with that because then these people get down on themselves with getting on stage and someone saying, oh, you weren't shredded enough or you didn't have enough this or you right. weren't big enough or whatever. Like To me, it's like the end of the day when you really look at like this is a grand scheme of things. If yeah. I walk into the gym, even if I am out in public, most people are looking at me like, dang, dude, like you look really good. Mm -hmm. 99% of the world is like, wow, you're jacked. There yeah. might be 1% that's in that community that's yeah. like, oh, you might not look the freakiest of the freaks. But, yeah. I mean, what is the point of that at the end of the day? Like, if you're, if there's no, like, you know, end goal or there's no, you're not getting, you're not making a career out of it. And that's what I've tried to steer away from. Like, so many people, I haven't competed since I was 18, so that's almost five years. And people yeah. are like, when are you going to compete? When are you going to compete? And I do want to, but I also have priorities, man. And, like, right. I think that too many people they get everything twisted and it's like it's okay to still i mean you look at all these youtubers uh um all these people that are making a living doing something they enjoy and i think with bodybuilding you can do that but you have to be marketable you have to be personable you have to you have to know what people are looking for and you can't be so like insecure with things mm -hmm. i think a lot of people um, or bodybuilding stems from insecurity because you get into working out because you don't like the way you look or yeah. you know you feel weak or whatever it is you're trying to get girls I don't know what it is yeah. you know but it's some type of insecurity so then you end up getting bigger and you start getting this attention and you let it get to your head and to me I've never I've tried to diffuse that you know because it's not that serious like you're working right. out like when you see these guys like yelling and screaming and stuff it's right. like dude you're in the gym like you're not you're not hard or something like you know it doesn't prove oh, the, anything the it's, gym grunters dude, oh, dude the loud it, ones I've done it sometimes but just because yeah. it's fun yeah it's or because me. like you're like if you're really trying and like ah and you do it it's different but when you're just like with the 1500 like, hey, have you seen that dude that goes like the loud grunting in the in the gym it's like a like a joke video have you seen it have you seen that? No, -uh. like, is it like a Who is it? Is it like Vitaly or is it um Huh? Nelk Boys? Dude, oh, okay. dude it's so funny. They go see if you can pull it up. We'll watch in a second. Um, it's like at Planet Fitness or something. They yeah, and then, then they're like the loudest grunts possible and yeah. see what the guys around them do. Yeah. But I think about that a lot. I think that what's weird about and I want to talk about this some, but I think what's weird about being human is somehow, some way we allow what people think to matter so much to the mm -hmm. point that it ends up dictating our path and our journey. We start out because we love it. And then we only stay in it if they love us. Mm -hmm. You know oh, what's so weird yeah, about that? Yeah. Like you want like, acceptance or something. Yeah, like, like you. Like I think about musicians. I think, and especially in worlds that there isn't, and I, this is something I talk about in this podcast a lot. That there's not a natural trajectory to success. So I want to be a lawyer. I go to law school. I intern somewhere. I start my own practice. I maybe work with somebody. And eventually, there's a there's a um, 
a prescribed path to that success. Well, to be a bodybuilder, to be in the arts, to be a musician, to be a rapper, to be uh, someone who's in, you know, running a clothing line. There, we, don't, we don't take those people as seriously. Mm-hmm. And the challenge with that is you're already trying to figure out, does, does this matter? Because it seems like the world doesn't take mm-hmm. me seriously. Mm-hmm. And it seems like nobody takes what I'm doing seriously. Get oh, yeah. a real job, do something, yeah. do something with your life. And then you, you start on this journey. And it's like, I start because, no, I think I can do it. I'm passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I love it. But then all of a sudden, dude, you cross that threshold where it's like, well, if they don't love me, then I guess I don't love it anymore. And I think that's where self-belief is like the biggest thing. Yeah. Like you have to have self-belief in yourself and what it is that you do, you know, because no matter what you do, man, you're never going to get like, I-, I can't stand when people like they just want you to thumbs up them like, yeah, yeah. go do it. Go do it. Because to me, if you come to me today and you tell me, hey, man, I have this idea. I want to do this. I'm going to tell you do it. Yeah. And if you do it, I'm going to support you because right. to me, like that it takes enough to just go out and execute on an idea you had. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It is what it is. But I think so many people are scared and because they're so, I think people, it's been uh, ingrained in our heads. Like you have to go to school. You have to, it's like this certain thing you have to do. But I mean, I even see these people graduating from school and I'm like, what's your plan? Uh, I don't really know, man. Like they're they're still confused. They're still lost. And to me, I felt like when I was in high school, I didn't know what it was that I wanted to do. Like I felt very like, well, I don't want to go to school. I don't like this. And let's be real. No one likes school, you know, but I didn't see, okay, well, I can, I'm into fitness. I'm going to go for kinesiology. Like, I don't really see like, what am I going to do after that? Like, what's a, what's a job that I could do, you know? And so I think people don't, people don't believe that you can make money doing something that you enjoy, but it is real. Like we're in 2019, bro. Like, there's so much opportunity you have like i mean who would have thought like uber eats was a thing yeah. who would have thought like all, that people are making youtube videos getting paid like i mean i don't know about you guys but i don't i don't really watch tv if i'm going to yeah. watch something i pull up youtube and right. i'm looking something up like these people are getting paid like yeah. real money real you know but for whatever reason it's like ah it, no nah, it's not serious yeah. man like it's not you don't work 9 to 5 like you don't have a retirement like what's retirement bro like yeah. i hear so many people yeah. like these older adults like you know saying oh yeah just eight more years, eight more years. And then, and then I'm done. And it's like, you sound like you're in a a sentence, like in prison or something (laughs) like eight more years, like, bro, you're wasting time. Like you can do something. I mean, obviously you have to make some type of income and have some type of capital to do whatever it is you want to do. But if you're willing to hustle, you're willing to work. I mean, you just have to go after it and not listen to too many opinions. People take all these opinions in and it's like, what matters is yours. You need to have a small circle of people that you know will check you when they need to check you, uh-huh. of people you trust, and go from there, you know? Yeah, I think it's it's the, you know, it's like um, my last conversation with Jizzo. He was talking about how nobody's ever rode their comfort zone to success, you know? And, oh, yeah. And, and he's right. Yeah. Whatever your definition of success is, I mean, I think... Some people, they don't want their name in lights. They're not looking to make all that. They just want, you know, they want a family. They want to feel, have a sense of fulfillment. But I do think that a lot of that somehow connects to trying to trying to go after something and figuring out, you know, why you're here, what you're passionate about, and sticking to that, not allowing your um, your perspective to be uh, diminished by the perspective of those around you. And mm-hmm. that's always the challenge because the and here's the thing I, I was I was telling I was talking about this recently, how you know you can go to people for all the advice in in the world, and I think that you need that. Like you need wisdom. You need people that can say, "Hey, here's what I've learned from my journey." Mm-hmm. But you also, at the end of that conversation, have to remember that their decisions got them to their destination. Are you trying to get there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the destination you mm-hmm. want? If your mm-hmm. destination is different, you might have to yeah. do some different mm-hmm. things. You and know? I think you know going off of that is that's where so many people 
when they ask for an opinion. It's like, look who you're going to, though. I mean, if, if you're a musician or whatever and you yeah. you want to make money doing music, are, are you going to go to someone who's about to retire that's worked 25 years of their life for a company? Like, no, right. they, they don't have what it is that you want. So you need to go talk to people that do have what you want and learn how you can get there right. and pull from... I mean, I'm not saying you can't pull from everybody because I think you can always take advice and stuff from whoever it is, but you definitely have to know what to take in and what to not let penetrate your mind because exactly. it's a scary thing when you let those thoughts, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm very passionate about this because that like, you know, with making my own pre-workout or whatever, like I knew people were not going to like want to support it or I knew that they would feel some type of way like, oh, who do you think you are? But yeah. it's not even that, man. Like to me, I'm more trying to build a community. Like right. I want people here to feel a part of something like nothing comes out of Fresno, man. Like yeah. when you really think about it, like you think of LA and they have certain people, you think of Sacramento, you think of the Bay area, right. like Fresno almost has a million people in it. Like right. we're definitely something, but it's the only way you're going to make it is if your city really puts you on and is behind <clears throat> you. Cause they're the ones that are going to push you out and, and turn you into yeah. something, you know? Yeah. And I think that too many people have like a, a just a, bad idea of of how business works like people ask me all the time like oh bro i see everyone posting about your pre-workout like i see you doing things like how much money are you making and i'm like bro it's <laughs> it's not about that like yeah, right. any money that has came in but see doesn't that show you just how how low level thinking we well, have as humans it's bizarre bro right? i'm like dude <laughs> as, whatever money has came in goes right back into it yeah. like because at the end of the day i could sit here and, and say like, what if in, let's say, one year we gross $200,000? What is $200,000 in the grand scheme of things? It's nothing. Yeah. You know, it's it's really, you might think it's a lot of money because you, you have 200000 but, like, that's not going to get, you have to do something with that 200000 yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, even if you want to protect yourself in, in court, you need millions of dollars yeah. to do that. So yeah. why are you thinking so little? And not only that, like, why is your goal... You know, I want to make money so I can buy a nice car. Like, I want to make right. money so I can have this big house or this nice watch. Or I think all of that stuff is so, like, just weird. Like, I think people go through their phases, but I think people need to think more broad. Like, wouldn't you rather use that money to open up a business to employ people that that don't necessarily have an out, that maybe didn't grow up the best, and you can give them some type of position? And you, you literally change their life, man, because it's like, look, I can pay you to do this and yeah. you can now feed your family or something. Like to me, that's more fulfillment than, yeah. oh, look at my dope car because I can pull up in a Lambo and you're going to be like, oh, that's sick. But yeah. are, do you really care? No. no, like it doesn't change your reality. So right. it's really it's only self-fulfilling to me. But I, mean, I think it's, just, it's a way I think in our world, I think people hide behind that and say that success, even though the reality is we all know it's not. I mean, you mm -hmm. look at people that have all the money in the world, and sometimes those are the people are the, those people are the most unfulfilled people mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. That's why I think that it's interesting to me that in our society, in our world, that's been the litmus test of like, are you success successful? Like, are mm -hmm. you really doing it? And I think yeah. we miss out on, it's going to go back to what you were saying earlier, I think that we, we need to be better at celebrating the try. Mm -hmm. I think we celebrate when things work, but I think that celebrate the try, dude. Mm -hmm. The fact that you had the courage to go for it when everybody else Didn't. is sitting working for everybody else's dream, like mm -hmm. the fact that you had the courage to say, you know what, I think just maybe, mm 
-hmm. and you stepped out and did something like hats off to you like i think that that guy needs to be celebrated just just as much as the person who made it well because i mean think about every success story i don't remember the exact stats but whether it be like uh the starbucks guy or walt disney or some of the ones that i heard recently and they were talking about the the number like the thousands of times that they were turned down for funding or turned down for Mm -hmm. like hey would you get behind the stream no 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 but the fact that they had the tenacity to say you know what i'm going to keep going anyway i'm going to keep trying anyway and it really you have to be willing to shut out the outside voices and 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 go for it Mm -hmm. and realize that it takes time Mm -hmm. like it really does take time and it takes work like i i think too many people have this idea of oh i'm gonna have a business or you know be an entrepreneur or whatever it is, be self-made because I don't want to work a nine to five. Like yeah. it's not that you don't want to work a nine to five. It's that you don't want to limit yourself to eight hours of work a day. Yeah. You want to work around the clock because yeah. the most successful people, like I use Christian Guzman in the, the fitness industry mm-hmm. uh, a lot because this dude, like you can tell in his videos, he does not sleep. Like yeah. this guy is constantly working, 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 yeah. but he knows that that's what it takes to get where he needs to get. Like you're not, Things don't just just happen accidentally. Right. Like you definitely have to put them into play and and execute on those ideas and like I said, just be persistent with it. But I think that that's also probably why you're the reason you're doing it matters, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, you, when we started this conversation, you said it's a lifestyle. I said define that, and you got into like passion and mm-hmm. like talking about because if your goal, I feel like if your goal is money, if your goal is fame, if your Short goal is term. followers, you'll you won't have. You won't have what you need to stick no. it out through the hard times. It's no. got to be about more, more than, than that. that. It's got to be. Not only that, it's just that's not a long term like way of thinking. Like, yeah. I, I could sit here and make a pre workout, for instance, right, and put half of what I put in it, and my margins be better. Mm-hmm. But is it going to do what it's supposed to do? No. Right. But I might flip a thousand of those and make double the money I would have made initially. Yeah. But what what's the point of that? You yeah. know, and you're going to lose people's respect. Like, yeah. you're. I mean, if you're just a good person at the end of the day, I think if you're a good person and you try and do right, things are going to come your way. Like, I yeah. believe in in stuff like that. You yeah. know, it's all about the energy you put out. And too many people, I think, are, are putting out this this fake energy or this negative energy, like you said, to people that are trying. Like, I know my business partner, for instance, like, you know, I consider him a brother to me. Like, yeah. a lot of the things that he's told me and, and that he's gone through, I can respect because it's like, it's not easy, man. Like, his first run of shirts, like spent a couple thousand dollars and had to give them away because he ordered them from some site and and the sizing was was all off and nobody wanted them. So imagine like your first couple thousand dollars, like, damn. Yeah, I got to get rid of this. Right. But people want to make one shirt and think they're going to make five thousand yeah. off it, and that's and if you, and, it and, if you do, and if you don't make it, then it's over. I guess you weren't mm-hmm. supposed to like, do that. No, it's just it's trial and error, man. There's going to be obstacles. Like you don't become great at anything by not failing a lot. You're going to fail. You're going to you're going to fail a lot more than you win. That's why I tell yeah. people set yourself up for little wins. Have yeah. these little goals because a bunch of little wins will lead to yeah, a bigger good. picture. That's you know, good. I mean, I think we look though at you know especially in our world because we're so so inundated with everybody else's lives not just in a way where it is uh celebrity or status but everyday people you know Mm -hmm. well what we see as everyday people through social media through youtube and so there's this constant you know comparison trap of well i want that i want to travel the world and not have to have a a job and just make money or you know i get baited into the fantasy rather than realizing what got those people there was being true to their passion Mm -hmm. and not being ignorant like i think sometimes we just I realize the more I have conversations with people, how most people just don't think on a high level. Like you're not, you don't, you don't 
think into what you're thinking mm -hmm. about. Like mm -hmm. if we just take a look around, like take a look around out this window, you see trees, you see birds, you see, and, and you, the thing in common about all of these things in reproduction, there's an incubation process. This tree started as a seed. The seed had to be watered over time. Mm -hmm. It grew into what we what see. It is, yeah. You see birds that re it, it, there's a seed that had to be planted, an incubation process, an egg had to be, had to be um, laid. Then it had to go through the process of becoming, there's, there's a, if you just look at look at the world mm -hmm. around you, like if you mm -hmm. just stop and you realize that everything has a process, yeah. and it never happens as quick as you want it to happen, mm -hmm. and, and it it's won't. and it's not going to be the same for you. Like you have to figure out what is the seed, quote unquote, that I'm going to nurture in my life. What what is the passion or mm -hmm. the thing that I, I that I want to do that's going to get me there, and then being willing to like stick to it not because of the the end game but because of it's what of, you enjoy is what i want i think at the end of the day though a lot of that comes down to whether it's parenting or yeah. going through school and our teachers i think a lot of them don't teach us that like they yeah. don't teach us to think for ourselves yeah. like why is it when we go to school that we all study the same things and and i get that there's basic criteria we need to know but why right. not ask these kids what is it that you're interested in what yeah. is it that you like you know are you into nature are you into music are you into sports like yeah. let's figure this out okay and let's divide them up and figure out what it is they want to do because i know for me i was confused yeah. i didn't know what i want to do and i see i see so many people that are out of college or that are adults you know late 20s early 30s and they're still confused and they're yeah. that's my biggest fear is to be in the same spot i'm in right now yeah. like i want to continually grow and i think people don't they just don't they're lost in yeah. life they don't know should i do i go to school because they're getting so many conflicting opinions on what to do versus just what is it that you enjoy if there's something that you enjoy who care? I think people are just scared, man. They're yeah. just, they're not fearless. Well, you, you know? get thrown into a system and then you just conform. And you, that's what I'm saying about like the ignorance. I don't know if ignorance is the right word, but it's like you just fall into place because this is what we do. Mm -hmm. You do this and then mm -hmm. you do that and then you go to school and then you go to college and, and after college, you, exactly. You know? And then you retire and then you sit and do nothing mm -hmm. and then you die. Like mm -hmm. that's the, that's terrible, the, bro. That's horrible. Like, that's absolutely horrible. That's why going back to like me saying the whole retiring thing, like, what is that? Like, yeah. you know how bored you're going to be once you retire? Like, yeah. you think, like, you're going to live off this this pension and just, oh, I'm just going to chill. Like, bro, I can't chill for two days. I'm like, I got to do something. Like, well, I forget what the stats are, but I mean, like, people who retire and do nothing, I mean, like, the stats of even their lifespan shortens. Like, oh, I believe it, yeah. It's, it's crazy. And I think it, I think what it comes to, down to more... The, the challenge about a retirement mentality, people see that as that's when I hang up the boots. And I think that, you know, you may need to retire and collect your, you know, your pension or whatever, but you got to have something that you're still passionate and working mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. or, you know, you know, don't, don't retire and stop working or stop just, doing. You're just going to lay around and watch TV. Yeah. Like, like do something. Yeah. I think people though, that's part of the, the culture. Like, you know, you start getting into your 50s, your 60s, and you start thinking, well, I'm an old guy. And it's like, dude, you're 50 or 60. Like, you're not, an, you have so much, but to, and you see these guys that are 50, 60, 70. I mean, you look at, you you look at our president and, and like, hate him, love him, whatever. I don't care. But talk, dude, drive, like doing something with himself, like in, in the season like, of his life that he's when in. When you have like, that you much can't... money, like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah, you don't need to, right? Like, mm -hmm. you don't, but you the, fa all, the, the fact that you're, still doing something like to me if anything it should be like political preferences aside just like inspiration to say i don't have to be getting old just because the number on my you know the number of years i've existed is is getting up there i think as long as you have breath in your lungs and blood in your veins man you go after you something. keep going yeah like do something mm -hmm. you know but um back to what we're talking about about 
you know, just kind of fitting into the mold. I think that that's true, you know, even within, you talked about school systems and, and the way that we're taught. The thing that I see Americans do all the time is, and this is a whole nother conversation, but we're so addicted to comfort. We're so addicted to just wanting to be comfortable that I think that we find things that work and then we never reevaluate them. Mm-hmm. We're like, we solve that problem onto the next, just like comfort. It, yeah. and, and the problem is things that were at one point a tool for success then become a template that ultimately leads you to destruction. Mm-hmm. So at one you point- you have to innovate. Yeah, so at one point it was a tool to solve a problem. Now we're doing it just because we don't know why we're doing it. You mm-hmm. know, when somebody started the education system, there was probably a problem that it was solving. There was probably some sort, you know, our kids aren't learning, nobody's doing anything, everybody's teaching. So they, these guys need to know basic stuff so that they can kind of have a platform to put their lives together. Well, that evolves and that change. What that means is dependent upon the society that you live in, right? Like the mm-hmm. stuff that we need to know that we would see, say, is basic knowledge is going to change as the world changes and as the world mm-hmm. evolves. So if we're still using, again, something that was once a tool, it's now become a template. I think we have to evaluate, is it productive? Mm-hmm. Because what I see is people who don't feel, and again, to go back to the artists, to go back to the people that are into physique training or things that are outside of you know, the common sphere of acceptance. What I see in a lot of those people, when they don't fit in, they they strive to find a place to fit in. And when they do, the sad part about it is they do that for all the wrong reasons. And then they live their lives with a chip on their shoulder of, I never belong. So now I got to prove it to the world and I got to show everybody what I got. To me, which is as equally of a, a negative as a motivator, because you're still not doing it because you're passionate about mm-hmm. it or because it's the reason that your two feet are placed on this planet. Mm-hmm. You're doing it because I got of what you think mm-hmm. i gotta show you because you didn't and love me and you didn't accept me like yeah. because at the end of the day like once again if if you tell me right now like or if i think oh nick thinks i have to be jacked right yeah. and and he's not gonna like me if i'm not jacked yeah. i need to do this like bro you're not losing sleep at the end like no. you go home you're not thinking past this like you're not is austin you right. know, taking his protein Isn't shake funny, is he at the dude? gym tonight like yeah. you n- no one really cares but, like you're not that important you no. know i think people are are so wrapped up in what it is that they do. And I think it's 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 just crazy to me, man, because people don't realize how fortunate we are like to be here in America and to be able to determine our outcome. Like, yeah. you know, going back to talking about um before we were on here about, you know, my friends Tan and Prob, for instance, yeah. um, they lived in India for two years and they were telling me how when they went back there and they lived there that you don't choose if you're low class, middle class, high class. You just get put in that and that's what you are for the rest wow. of your life. And that's just how it is. You have no say. By in. what? They just by society structure. Just what they... you are, what you're born as, that's what you stay as. Oh. You don't you don't choose what you do. Like that's how by it is. By the family that you come from? Mm-hmm. They told wow. me how like just how, you know, uh women are treated differently out yeah. there, how there's no structure, like there's not even roads. There's like cows in the middle of the roads yeah. and like it teachers hitting the kids. Like yeah. it's it's crazy. And we don't have any of that there, but we live or, or any of that here. Right. And we live in such a bubble that we think like that we don't have it good when we really do. Like there's yeah. there's so much opportunity here, man. People are just lazy. Like yeah. once again, I mean, if you know, we're if twenty years ago someone said, Hey, you can make money doing a podcast. Yeah. I'm like what? Right. To hear people talk? <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> that make sense. Yeah, yeah. You can, you know, but the thing is, is all it takes is to believe in yourself. I look at Jeff Bezos with Amazon and it's like, bro, he's gonna put UPS out of business. He's going to put the postal service out of business. Like this dude's innovating. You know what I mean? And that's how more people need to think. Like you really have to 
Because whatever it is you do, even if you have a certain career that you're doing, that might not be forever. Like yeah. fitness might not be a forever thing that might die off. And we there might be some new innovation where we don't have to work out. And yeah. so there's no point of trainers. So what else do you what else is it that you have? What other assets do you provide? Right. You know, but people don't think about those things. That's why I try not to get stuck in one thing. I want to do so many different things. So right. I always have outlets to go to, you know, and that's why I think with bodybuilding, I love because it's, you know, um, it's, you know, disciplined me and it's, and it's, uh, taught me a lot as far as hard work and right. what goes into things. And, you know, the more you put in, the more you get out, but it can be a super like toxic, uh, yeah. uh, mindset, you know, right. cause you see these guys that, I mean, I see these dudes in their late 30s, early 40s, like still competing. And yeah. I'm like, but for what, man? Like you have a family, you have other things going on. Like, like enjoy that, you yeah. know, like, I don't know. It's just not like, w what are you doing it for? Unless it's just for you and because you truly enjoy it, then by all means do it. But if you think, oh, I'm going to be the best bodybuilder ever. Like, yeah. bro, I'm sorry. We all, when we get into lifting, think we're going to be the best bodybuilder. <laughs> I watched all the Arnold videos and was like, yeah, right. yeah. don't let the naysayers tell yeah. you anything. And then yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm like, yeah. still not there. Like, it's been seven years. What's going yeah. on? You yeah. know? So. I think it's funny, though, because that's part of, in some ways, that's part of the human journey and human experience. I think the more conversation I have with people, the more compassion I have for them because I realize I'm just as passionate about my opinions as the next person, mm -hmm. but that doesn't make me right. Oh. And um, I think that we're silly to think, it's super, super silly to think that, you know, people are just going to stop talking bad or people are going to stop doubting because I think that's part of, that's part of humanity. Like that's just human nature. That's yeah. human nature. Mm -hmm. Like I could have my opinions about things that you're doing. You could have your opinions at things that I'm doing, but at the end of the day, you're still responsible for your life. I'm still responsible for my life. And I think that that's why to think, you know, to get mad even about someone's opinion is so it's ridiculous. It's so small minded. Like they're entitled. Don't you have those? Mm -hmm. You know, like you're like, really going to be bothered about that. Like that's why I think of it as if someone works a nine to five, by all means, like do you? I'm not. Right. I'm not hating on what you do. I yeah. just am telling you that's not what's for me. Yeah, and that's not what I want to do. And that Same should, but that with, should be okay, right? Exactly, and a hundred percent. Like, and if you don't agree with what I do, then fine. But respect what it is that I am doing, and don't yeah. say, "Oh, you need to get a real job. You need to do what I'm doing." People, yeah. it, that's always what it is, and. It's crazy. Even like, I mean, I'm sure you get it with having tattoos and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, well, how, how are they going to look when they're old? Why yeah. do you care? It's my body. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. what is it to you? It does not right. affect your reality at all. This right. is who I am. You know, too many people are scared to to express themselves and really uh, be who they want to be. I think people build up this wall of like... Uh, uh, protecting themselves and who they really are. Because if you, you know, I, I mean, I feel like, you know, if, for instance, like me just being in the bodybuilding realm, like having these tattoos, my nose pierced, like, you know, whatever, people probably think of me a certain way, like, oh, bro, that's not manly. Yeah. But like, to me, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's me, right. you know, that's who I am. Like, if you're going to dislike me for that, I, it doesn't bother me. My own parents can not agree with what I'm doing. and it, It's not their life. It's my well, life. And that's an important thing, too, because a lot of times it's the people that are closest to you or that you have trusted the most or have had the most influence in your life that a lot of times can be the voices that keep you from going for the things that are in your heart to do. And there's, I feel like that's why I say like, you have to understand human intention. Everybody, everybody thinks they're right and everybody means well, and that's okay, but you can't live your life by that. Yeah. You can't live your life to, to impress others or to no. get the okay from others. Cause obviously if I sit here 
you and I are like, hey, we have this idea. Let's do this business. Let's put all our money into it. Boom. Let's do it. Let's not go to school. Whatever. If we go to our parents and say, hey, we're not going to go to school and do this. Of course, our parents want us to be comfortable. They want yeah. us to have an education. They want us to get a steady job and, yeah. and have those things. But you and I, for instance, might want bigger for yeah. ourselves. Yeah. You know? And so it is okay for your parents to feel that way. They're grown adults. They'll get over it. You know? And that's what I tell people. They're too scared to, to just be independent, man. Yeah. And like, a lot of it. And that's the... The thing that I, I guess I'm getting at too is like, you gotta let other people off the hook. Like, not everybody, not everybody's out to get you, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, who are you mad at? Yeah. Like, some people are just human. Like, I think sometimes the advice that we hate the most is advice that people need that we need and that comes from a ver- at least a genuine place. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you think about parents or family members, or like they'll tell you, "Hey, I don't think you should do this," because a lot of times it's because they've experienced certain things and have gone through pain that they don't want you to have to go through. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it or go for it, because mm-hmm. a lot of times I think there's a majority of times that you should that you mm-hmm. because I mean that because your journey's not their journey. Yeah. But at the end of the day, to be mad at them for saying that, like you just don't want my dream to. Say it's not about that dude that's a like, good friend like if you think about yeah. it because i feel like enough a, a lot of us don't have enough people like that around us to tell us like you know for instance uh my partner edgar like yeah. he's the first one to tell him like he's blunt he'll tell me bro you're you're messing up you know what i mean you're not yeah. you're not doing what it is you need to be doing or you're being lazy and he's not telling me because oh I'm, i gotta be the boss or i gotta do this or that he's telling me out of love like i know he's telling me because he sees more in me and wants me to do better you yeah. know, and I can only respect that. You know, I think uh, people tend to like push those people away and then yeah. they just have the yes men around them. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go out tonight and get, get messed right, up? Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, you right. you want to go spend all your money here? Like, yeah, yeah. But versus like if I sit here and say, oh, I'm not going to go out. It's Friday night. I'm going to just chill. Like, oh, what? you're weird. Like, yeah. no, I just I have different plans. Yeah. You and I are on different on, you know, we have different mindsets <clears throat> right now and that's OK. Yeah. I'm just not going to partake in that. And I think we we have to find a way to be comfortable with disagreement and realize that it's not something that destroys us Mm -hmm. that just because, and that's a major thing about this podcast I talk about all the time. Like if we can realize we have way more in common than we do that separates us or divides us, we don't have to see eye to eye on every issue to be able to. to be able to use our relationship that we have with one another to still grow and be productive in our own life, mm-hmm. you know? I agree. And you got to be, I think you have to be aware of that. Let people off the hook. Realize not everybody's, like you said, not everybody's thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, just don't take it personal. Like if you sit here and, and you and I disagree on something, I'm not going to keep pressing my opinion on you. Like, no, Nick, until you agree with me, right. then we'll, we'll move on from this yeah. conversation. Like it just doesn't, I, cause I know people like that and it's like, bro, it's, if that's yeah. what you believe, that is okay. Like, I know yeah. so many people who get wrapped up in, like, whether it is, like, what, maybe it's what car they drive, yeah. right? And to me, I don't care. Like, if my car works, <laughs> that's all then that matters to me. Because yeah. to me, like, the people I care about, my friends, my family, they're going to love me whether I drive the nicest car or yeah. a beat-up car. Right. They don't, Or if I'm riding a bike. They don't, yeah. it, they don't care. As long as I'm safe, I'm healthy, I'm happy, they don't care. But so many people are like, oh, look at look at it, what it is that I drive or, right. you know, and Status. I can say or say, oh, bro, like, I don't know anything like I don't really care. And they're still going to like, oh, but look, look, look. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I'm, I'm just not into that. Yeah. You know, we, we don't see the same on that. And that's completely fine. Different like, value system. Mm-hmm, that's that's to you. Yeah. The beauty's in the eye of the beholder. You yeah. know what I mean? You might think that my physique's worthless and I might think, oh, I've done so much for it. You don't know what I've done for it. What does it matter? Yeah. You know, people get too wrapped up in this, like, this super selfish and ego, like, yeah, it's just, it's ego, the ego, sure. man, is what it is. You have to learn how to just put that to the side and, and really uh, 
uh, focus on, learn who you are. I think not enough people know who they are. Yeah. And there's their, I don't know if they're afraid to learn or they just don't know, they're confused, but find out what it is that you truly like. Like, I, I mean, I feel like for a lot of us, whether it's, um, you know, you don't like to go out or you do like to go out, you don't want to go to the gym, you do go to the gym, like, whichever you do, that's okay. As long as it's making you happy, yeah. then okay. And, and you're safe and not doing stupid stuff, getting in yeah. trouble, whatever. But I think that's a, a big thing. And knowing that it's a journey mm -hmm. to figuring yourself out. No, I don't I feel like that's almost the quest of life, you know, is like this long journey of, because who you are is a moving target. The things you're passionate about today will evolve and grow. And sometimes dreams lead to other dreams. And mm -hmm. you think it's one thing and it's like, oh no, it's actually this that I want to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that you have to, let yourself off the hook too to be able to go on that journey and realize no matter where you don't have to have it all figured out today but are you focused on the right thing mm -hmm. are you i mean it's a reoccurring theme what we're talking about or are, are you in the ditch of caring too much what people think mm -hmm. or caring too much about um you know controlling the narrative of what people think about you people mm -hmm. do that through status mm -hmm. or society like you gotta you just have to outgrow stop. that and, and yeah. learn to just just grow i mean i think like for me, you know, being with my girlfriends, I've been with her since I was 16, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, that's crazy. Like, you know, they just think it happens overnight. But yeah. I'm like the the person I was at 16 to who I am now <laughs> and with right. her as well are completely different. But yeah. we've learned to grow together. I mean, you might hear everything I'm saying and be like, oh, I wonder what his girl does. My girl goes to school yeah. full time, works full time, yeah. wants to be a teacher. And I support her 100 yeah. percent. And she sees what I do and she supports me 100 percent. I think too many people can't find that balance, man. Yeah. It's OK to not do what they're doing. Yeah. People pressure everyone to do what I'm doing because I'm I'm doing what I'm doing is right right yeah. and I don't even think they know they don't even believe in what they're yeah. doing you know right. and I don't know that's I think me and her have always had like that communication and I think that's helped me grow as a person and really just not care whether it's my parents family friends whoever if they don't agree with what I'm doing that's okay yeah that's it's not their life it's my life and whatever it is that they do with their life is their choice you know I'm not going to sit here and and discourage them or tell them don't follow your dreams or don't do this i'm gonna whatever it is they do i'm gonna tell them just give 110 percent yeah you know i don't care if you're working at mcdonald's or you own a business right. or it doesn't matter just give 110 percent because that shows you know i definitely respect people that i go to fast food all the time and i'm like dude i don't know how these guys do it yeah. like this is crazy like they're yeah. just they're you know working and they're hustling you know yeah but it's a different mindset and to me I, i'll have a lot more respect for someone that's doing that and trying to you know put food on the table for their family or whatever versus people who are just gonna say oh i'm not gonna work that i'm too good for that none of us are too good for anything that's the journey man like if you can't steward the season that you're in you'll never get to the next one that you're supposed to be at mm -hmm. you know like you go to places and you see people that there's a difference people that it's funny like you go to you'll go to restaurants or you fast you mentioned fast food and it's almost like like they're doing you a favor by you know allowing you know you to Birch's food there where mm -hmm. that's like a completely different mentality such than, backwards thinking yeah, yeah backwards thinking than when when these people that created these businesses were starting them it's just but it's just the culture that that has crept in I find too like with people you become you become jaded you become accusatory and get mad at other people for their pursuits when you're unsatisfied with your own like mm -hmm. a lot of times like mm -hmm. and I think it's important for people that are going after it um to remember, remember that, that a lot of people that, you know, whether you call it the, the haters or people that are just, even people that are close to you, 
usually, and you'll never know, you'll never really know because you don't, we don't mm-hmm. talk about stuff like this, but usually the reason they are so negative towards your pursuits is because they're unsatisfied with their own. And I, and I know because if I'm honest, I have felt that at times. I have, if I'm like really vulnerable, I've looked at other people and thought, what are they doing? What the heck are they doing? And then when I stop and say, Nick, why are you feeling that? Like, think about why you're feeling mm-hmm. that. And, and I would get down to the coin. The reason I'm feeling that is because they're going after something that's in their heart with 100% freedom, and there's areas of my life that I am not. Mm-hmm. And so it makes you feel trapped, and because you feel trapped, you act out and start becoming accusatory or, or whatever. Just be negative. Negative, not, exactly. Not, and it's not, negativity. It's that it, simple as that. And it's crazy because I think there's someone like that, and then for me, for instance, I look at you, and I respect what it is that you do. I see, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I would have never known that you were speaking and, and doing all these things, mm-hmm. you know, before I met you at the gym, right? Yeah. And I just knew talking to you, like, oh, this dude, he's cool. Like, mm-hmm. he gives off good vibes. Like, never nothing. If if you've never been nothing but nice to me, I'm not going to. Yeah. That's what I think of you as. Right. Someone can tell me, oh, well, I heard this. I don't care. He didn't come off that way to me. It. it I'm not going to change how I think about that until I get right. rubbed the wrong way. And then I see you on Instagram and you're out talking in front of everybody. And, and to me, that's, that's something a lot of people are afraid to do, man. Yeah. Like think of people in class that have to get up and, and give a class presentation. Right. Like, bro, you're in front of <laughs> yeah. way more people than yeah. that, you know? But to me, why can't someone just say, Hey man, like, that's dope. That's awesome that you yeah. do that. Like keep doing that as, cause you can tell when you're doing it, that, that, that you're passionate about it, that right. you are happy up there, that you enjoy it. And right. it, it comes out in your work because it's not, it sounds good it's fluent right. it, it moves well you yeah. know so I at mean, the end of the day it's that's why i say you got it you almost have to have a uh, you got to be mature mm-hmm. and, and realize that a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is human nature and you're not going to change it unless you start with you mm-hmm. is the bottom line mm-hmm. you're not going to and i wish that we all understood this you're not going to change the world until you start with changing Nick, yourself, changing Austin. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. the way, that's the way that we change the world. Because I think that there's this principle that I've been working on that I think is, is really true that evolution requires evaluation. Meaning as things grow and change, it's really important that you are self-aware and you evaluate who you are as a person so that you know how to be um, aware of how your behaviors are affecting things. I think at the, at the core of who we are as humans, a lot of the idiosyncrasies we have are instincts that were necessary when we were really primal and they were never evaluated. So we still Facts. run, we still run on mm-hmm. them now. So mm-hmm. we still run on self-preservation. Facts, yep. I got to protect myself because as humanity has evolved, evolved, we've never evaluated. Mm-hmm. And so, it's, it's okay to self-reflect. Like, I think it's a very important thing, actually. I mean, I'm sure, you know, like, you know, people say like who you surround yourself with, that's who you're going to be like. Mm-hmm. And I'll know at certain times, you know, I might be having a bad day or something. I'm like, dude, like, why did I act this way towards this person? Or why was I so mean about this? Or why am I thinking this way? And I start to think, okay, who have I been around? And yeah. I start to really like right. plan and plan. I'm like, dude, that's, it's toxic, man. Like as much as like, you might think like, oh no, that's just my boy from high school. Like we're <laughs> super cool. Right. They're still penetrating your mind, oh, dude. Yeah. Like them being around yeah. you is still penetrating your mind. And you, you have to... It's okay to, to, you know, not push those people away, but to just distance yourself a bit because yeah. you have to put yourself around people that are going to put you in a better position, whether it's, um, you know, they're going to make you more happy or they're going to make your overall life better because you're treating your family and your friends better and your, your business better, your work better. Yeah. You have to acknowledge those things. And it's okay. We all have issues, man. Like, it's okay to right. check yourself and be like, hey, 
you know, I think it's necessary, like it's necessary. You talk about ego to me, one of the greatest signs of an egotistical person is a person who cannot see their own wrong or see their Mm -hmm. own fault. That thing, Mm -hmm. like I get that you can have, you can think like, well, they shouldn't have done that. Okay. But what are things that you shouldn't have done? Like, are you being honest about those? Mm -hmm. And if you're being honest about those, I'll hear you out on what you have to say about what you think other people shouldn't have done. But I think sometimes fundamentally, if we would just be vulnerable and honest about, hey, let's 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 be self-aware for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the thing that you're mad about so and so for doing. Have you ever done that? Do you ever see that? Do you ever see yourself self-protecting when you feel insignificant and insecure? Mm-hmm. And then you realize that's only they're, they're just they just they're just they just feel they feel like somebody has touched their worth and they feel threatened. And so because they feel threatened, again, instincts that have gone unexamined, they lash out. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like mm-hmm. a like you watch those. And animals. there's never anything good out of that. Like. No. <laughs> it's never well and because it's not needed anymore mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like when you're when you're when you go back to like formative days where we didn't have technology and we're all primal you know killing animals and we have you know tigers or bears or whatever mountain lions coming into you know the human camps and they're attacking you have to fight back for the sake of survival but that instinct in our society isn't as necessary anymore and i think that you you take that it's the same thing when somebody comes at you in the gym or says something cross-grain it's that same instinctual thing that has never been evaluated that Mm -hmm. you it would be just as like something coming into your camp when we didn't have technology like you're fighting back yeah and you see so like talking about the gym you see so much of it in there man like like I'll have guys come and say, like, "Oh, bro, you see so and so looking at you," and I'm like, "No, what Dude, do you mean?" So like, and if funny. he's and if someone is looking at me, I'm like, "Oh, like maybe they're looking at my muscle." Like that, I'm gonna take it that way. Like, "Oh, cool, they're complimenting me." I'm, yeah, but yeah. if someone's looking at me weird, like, why am I gonna get bothered by that, man? I yeah. think so many like it's like an alpha thing or something with especially with males, bro. Like, yeah. like so many guys like, "Oh, oh I'll fight." Everyone swears they can yeah. fight, bro. Like everybody, but I'm like, bro. Let's really think about this logically. Let's sit here. If there's an issue, let's talk about it and let's move on. Like, no one wants to really fight. Does anyone really want to fight? Like, how many times do you hear guys, oh, I was going to, you know, fight this dude in the gym, blah, blah, blah. And when's the last time you saw a fight in the gym? I haven't. You know what I mean? (laughs) So to me, that stuff's just ridiculous. But once again, I think it goes back to ego. You know, it's this whole, you know, just people trying to protect themselves or their pride or, or whatever that is and it's like let go of that how man. do you distance like, yourself from ego being in an industry where it's all about how you look like I, I feel like that's so hard like mm-hmm. I mean I feel like because it's funny you see these bodybuilders and, and it's hilarious to see them on Instagram and then you see them in real life and it's like oh that's you yeah <laughs> like, and I don't mean it in a bad way no, yeah, to yeah. people and I'm not talking about you but I'm saying like you'll see people and it's like you see their physique photos and then you're like you don't look like Anything the same like person that. you do, yeah. but you you see how it is attached to like an ego thing because it's all about how do we get the right angle to make sure that I look mm-hmm. the way that I need to look. But A lot of it's delusion though, man. Like I, I'm what telling, do you mean? like people are delusional. Uh-huh. Like I feel like for me, like you know what anorexia is. Yeah, uh, they have a thing called bigorexia. Uh-huh. I know it sounds stupid, but like right. I think I've heard of that. Yeah, I think it's a real thing because I know for me, like I can look at myself in the mirror and still think I look like when I started working out. Right, mm-hmm. like in my head, I'm like, oh, I have not really made that much progress. Like this is bad, right. you know. But I think a lot of people are delusional in the fact that oh, I've made so much progress because <laughs> they get a good picture. But right. bro, you don't see the bad angles yeah. of the pictures because right. I'll see a bad angle of me and I'm like, bro, <laughs> that's how I that look. Why, why did you tell me? Why did you say I looked okay in this tank top? You know, like yeah. I'm mad. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. So I think you know, separating yourself from from being in such an ego driven thing is just 
I think because once again, I don't do it for I don't do it because I want people to tell me, oh, you look sick. You look yeah. sick. Like, yeah, does it feel good when people tell you that? Yeah, but it feels good because I know the work that I've put in for this, yeah. you know. But at the end of the day, if there was no Instagram, no social media, no pictures, whatever, I would still do this. Wow. Like if if being See, isn't that a good test right there, though? You know what mm-hmm, I mean? For mm-hmm. most people, most like, people would you, if there wasn't social media, if you couldn't get likes for what it is that you're doing, would you still be doing 100%. it? hundred yeah. percent. Like I don't I feel like I post like for as much as I work out, I post very rarely at the yeah. gym. Like I see guys like they going, Hey man, get this video for me. And right. I'm like, dude, we haven't even started working out yet. Like, can we just, I don't even like to do that because yeah. it, when I'm there, like I'm in my zone, man. Like I like to, that's when I, that's my time. Like I like to just do what I do. And, and that's, that's what makes me happy. You know, I don't right. want to sit here and let me get, I almost hate the social media aspect. Cause it's like, you have to brand yourself that way back in, you know, yeah. the 90s, you know, even early 2000s, like you just were a bodybuilder, you competed, you got a contract, you made $100,000, $200,000 a year. That was that, yeah. you know, with with muscular development or, or whoever. Now, those magazine companies are gone, man. The world's innovated. We have social media. You get everything instant. So you have to do that all yourself. And I think a lot of bodybuilders have that issue, man. A lot of them still feel like, I got to wear the, the hoodie, put right. my hood on, can't talk to nobody, <laughs> have to be mad. And it's like, bro, you're not going to get anywhere in life doing that because yeah. people are going to be like, I don't like you. Like, right. I feel like when I'm in the gym, I want people to come up to me. I, like, I, you know, it can bother me sometimes because right. I do just want to get my work on. But if someone's taking time out of their day to like, hey, bro, how did you get like that? Or how, what do you have any uh, input on this diet or right. whatever? Like, I'm going to give them my advice because I know what it was like to be young and to not know what to do and to be scared to ask these certain people, yeah. you know, and I don't ever want to come off that way to younger, younger dudes or, or just whoever in general, even older people. You yeah. know, I always want to be able to help because if I could have used that, it would have. I know the the influence that would have had on me and people don't see their own influence with other people yeah. and, and, you know, the knowledge they can provide. Like, I think, um, you know, even with the, like the whole social media thing, all that, like, I think of myself as like a project. Like, I don't think of myself as like, mm. oh, this is me. Like, my physique right. is my project. Like, it's what I'm working on. Right. Like, and I want it to just look a certain way. But it's for me. It's not because I want people to to bow down and, and praise me. Like, yeah. that's so ridiculous sounding anyways. Because right. at the end of the like, so many dudes I know that, that want to get in, in really good shape to impress girls or whatever. I'm like, bro, they don't know the difference between 6% yeah. body fat and yeah. 12%. Like, <laughs> if you got a little bit of muscle, a little bit of abs, they're like, oh, he's jacked. Yeah. Like, it, you probably look sick to them at that point, you know? So it's just this whole like delusion thing, man. And I don't know, I've kind of just separated myself from that. Like I do, like I said, I do like the competing aspect and the sport of it and everything, but the, the mindset that goes into it and all that, I, I try and, and keep my distance with it. I'm not the same. That's kind of the tough part though, too, is because where our world is going, I mean, part of it is, is, is required of you for your livelihood and for your, you know, for your brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like is you, everything. Yeah, like you have, it's not like you can say, what, that doesn't matter because it does matter. It's just making sure that it matters in the right place in your mm-hmm. life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That and, it's and become your it's, identity. It's finding that because I think with me doing the, the pre-workout, for instance, right, with my partner, like not having social media, it, it would have failed right off the bat. But it was crazy. We have all these containers come in, you know, I tell people this story and, you know, we got all this and I was super scared, like, oh, bro, like 
this is my first like investment on something. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what if these don't sell? Like, right. I'm out. Of, I have all this pre. I'm out of money. Like, I got yeah. pre for life, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I see a couple people post it and or buy it, and then they post it, and then it became this thing to like yeah. post it on Instagram. And yeah. I started to notice it, and I remember me being in high school and thinking, oh, C4 adrenaline, like you had to have that because everyone was talking about it. And I'm like, yeah. bro, is that what like my products? doing right now here and so i was like i have to just put all this out there so i was like if someone gets annoyed because i'm posting it too much i don't care that's my business that's my baby that's that's what i do that's why you have to remember why it is that you're doing it and what it is Mm -hmm. that you're using it for Mm -hmm. and 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 i see the love to me like that's just mad love from people like i I don't i don't ever ask anyone if i brought a container here hey can you guys post this all to your instagram like i'm not gonna do that man if you guys want to do it i feel like you're gonna do it because hey i'm at austin he's a cool person i'm gonna do that for him if not so be it. I'm not going to be mad. If you bought my product, didn't buy it, you tried it, you gave me feedback, whatever it is, if you did something with it, I appreciate that, you know? But I think with people posting that and stuff, it really became this thing of, oh, it must be that good. It must be that good. It must be that good. Yeah. And so people do it and you create this like little wave. And um, I don't know. I feel like that was a big reason that it, it it blew up for me at first. And now I'm like, okay, what can I what can I do to capitalize on this? I need to make sure that I'm still making good products for all these people that are supporting me. Cause that's their hard earned money that they're giving me, man. Like we ran yeah. one discount, uh, on the pre-workout one day and that was black Friday. And I think we sold only like 10 containers that day. So mm. everything else was full price. Like my own family, friends, yeah. I, I don't discount them, man. Yeah. Like, because it's business, bro. Like <laughs> right. you don't think I want to help these people out. Like my yeah. own dad is like yeah. paying full You're price like, for you these gotta, containers. You gotta but pay up. <laughs> that's, that's what it is, man. I'm just very serious about what it is that yeah. I'm doing. And I want people to take me serious. And yeah. I, I think uh, people, you know, if you if I made a shirt, you know, people, oh, it's, it's just Austin's shirt or whatever. But why do we think that? Because yeah. you know him, you right. know, like I'm sure people say, oh, it's just Austin. He made. Yeah. I, I went to high school with him. He's nothing like yeah. it's whatever. But oh, I bought this pre from this dude in L.A. But, oh, bro, it's the right. best thing ever. Right. Like, bro, why are we not supporting our own here? Let's support everyone with whatever it is that they're doing here. Like, well, I think we, too, have an escapist mentality. I, I, you know, you talk about the Fresno thing, and that's a passion point of mine, too, because you know, people say, well, I want to move to such and such place. There's no opportunity here. It's like, don't you realize that you actually almost have more opportunity here being that nobody's doing it? Mm-hmm. Like if you're a pioneer, like, if, you're gonna, if you're going to start something, like I went with, uh, I went to, um, in the home renovation world, what's that, what's that couple that's really popular? The, uh, the Magnolia people, you know what I'm talking about? Chip, uh, Chip, Chip and Joanne. I don't know if you know who my people girl are, but anyway, knows. Yeah. And so they're like big in the reno- home renovation world. Okay. And they're in Waco, Texas. And um, I had to go out to tech go out to Texas for something. And so we went in a couple of days early to to go through there. And when I went through there, it was mind boggling because the city dude is like it's not like what you would think. You know what I mean? Like you see it on magazines and you see the power shots on TV and you see their television show. And you think like, man, this city's popping and you get it. And it's like, they're the only good thing that's come out of that city, yeah. but yet they did it where they were at. And, and I'm like, for. yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. look what they did for their city. Like mm-hmm. they put their city on the map. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you just, instead of having an escapist mentality of I got to go there, why don't you just do it here? I mm-hmm. said that to people that, oh, I need, I want to be in that friend's, why don't you build your own friend yeah. circle, right? Like I build tell, your own brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to be a part I of somebody everybody, else's? I want to be, fr- I want to be in Fresno forever. I think, I think what it is, is people think that, oh, I left to LA. People think I made it. I'm yeah. out here. I'm not there. I'm better than them. That's what this, I think that's a lot of what it comes down to, Proximity, right? Proximity, right? Like if yeah. I'm here, then I... Yeah, I, I, I got away from that. People just stay stuck or whatever. But if you're doing something here, like 
to me, I'm, I'm passionate about Fresno and, and what we are because I do see, I see a sleeping giant here. Like mm. I see so much potential and yeah. so many things that can happen and people don't realize how big we are. Like yeah. for instance, I follow, um, I don't know if you guys listen to Mozzie. He's like mm-hmm. a rapper from yeah. Sacramento, right. you know? And whenever you hear him talk, he talks about like, I'm from Sacramento. Like yeah. I'm not from the Bay. Cause a lot of people that aren't in California, for instance, consider that Bay area music. Cause he does have that type of sound, right. but he makes it known. I'm from Sacramento. Like yeah. they're who put me on even yeah. Nipsey, for instance, yeah. like, you know, he was supposed to sign with Rick Ross. Rick Ross was going to give him a deal with MMG and it was a, a perfect deal. But the thing that turned him down was he didn't want people thinking MMG made him who he is. He mm. wanted people to know my team that I came up with from yeah. a young, early age. That's who's still with me. That's who still does this thing. Like they yeah. produced all my music, everything. And to me, that's dope, bro. Like that's love because it's character, you're, you're, right? Like that's hard. It's hard because it would be easy to do the just other. leave. Mm-hmm. But you're taking your people with you, man. And I think yeah. that 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 speaks volumes, bro. That that yeah. is going to do a lot more for you in the long run. People think very short term. Yeah. You know, people think. I mean, you you see it with a lot of these these music artists, like or artists, for instance. Like, I feel bad for so many of them because they get they're in these really bad situations. Say they grew up gangbanging, they don't have any money, their their yeah. family has no money, and someone comes along, sees potential, and hey, man, I'll offer you ten thousand to sign with me. But they're taking like eighty percent of their earnings. Right. Like, it, it's a, a right. dog eat dog world there, man. You yeah. have to to game yourself up and and to know what it is that you're getting yourself into because we all have so much power and and. I mean, you see so many artists upset with their deals, man. And I think that's why it's so popular for well, people to go indie now. And, and it is probably too like it's it's being baited into thinking you can bypass the process. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. if you do, you always end up with less. Mm-hmm. You oh know? yeah, you like shortcut. You always, mm-hmm. you always end up with less. Like that's everything in life. Yeah, things that are great take time to become great. You know, mm-hmm. like the what doesn't take the things that reproduce the fastest are the things that are not the greatest. Mm-hmm. That's know? why I thought it was dope watching that um, podcast you did with Jizzo, for instance. Uh-huh. Like, I think you would ask him like, Oh, like, don't you want to go somewhere else? And he's like, Oh, it has to be the right opportunity. I think right. because he knows like, I mean, this is what I took from him and from uh-huh. hearing him talk. I don't know him, but he loves what he does here. And I think he really wants to put Fresno on because no one has man. Like Fashion's like the only person to really like, come up out of here but even then he like he kind of missed his wave a little bit like i I feel like he could have done a lot more with with how he blew up you know Mm -hmm. so i think it's up to us to as a community to push each other versus bringing everyone down and and not supporting their business oh it's it's, it's a local brand it's a local brand not like no you should want to do that because it's only going to carry you further you know and i mean i don't know it's just it's it's a crazy way of thinking but I see why a lot of people get well, stuck in that. Yeah. If you could think bigger picture and remember that every, you know, it's like I've heard this saying, like every seed reproduces after its own kind, meaning if you sow, you know, positivity and encouragement, it will it will produce more positivity and encouragement. And I think that in a world where our day-to-day, I mean, drags us down, I mean, you can be feeling good and then open up Instagram and instantly feel bad or open up Twitter or turn on the news, like... You can go in anywhere and just be discouraged about your situation mm-hmm. um, in a moment. It, it, so I, mean, I think it shows the need for that much more encouragement and mm-hmm. that much more. And I even think having to disconnect yourself from social media at times, you know, yeah. I think we're all so wrapped up in what goes on on there and it's like a separate life or whatever, but you have to know. I mean, dude, I'm sure you see if you guys go out and eat dinner tonight somewhere. 
look at look at people sitting down. They're all just on their phones, yeah. like not even engaged with human interaction or what's going on. Like living in this like false reality. Like yeah. we're here. Like live here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, it's, but it's also easier said than done, true, right? I mean, true. like because I, I feel like it's almost <laughs> I don't know. It's an addiction in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like it's a secu- it's like a kid with a security blanket. Mm-hmm. Like you don't because what's safe. the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Yeah, check your phone. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. oh who texted me? Who? Let me let me check my Instagram. Just have do, it. do people like this? or or whatever like it's literally just habit but i think we as people need to um, i think you know social media technology everything it's, it's a great thing but we also have to not get so wrapped up and i think they've done such a good job of like we have to have it on us you know yeah. like it's such a a crazy thing dude you know? and then that's where you get into ai and oh and, bro right? bro mean, like where are we going from there and how your phone is literally an extension of you and learning you and bro your phone knows you better than you know you i know like, that's facts bro like there's that's just isn't it. that weird like, though because it understands you like bro, it, that's so like crazy like it's just it's scary bro honestly like you know, like, where's the human race going to be in? Well, you've in heard Elon Musk talk about artificial intelligence, right? Yeah, and it's scary <laughs> when he talks about it because he's got this look in his eyes. Like, I was watching that Joe Rogan podcast, uh-huh. and you could just tell, like, yeah. there's some evil going on with AI. You know, and I don't know, man. Like, uh, it, it, it's gonna, they're going to take all our jobs. They're going to, it's going to run. The, like, they're going to kill us off. They're going to be like, what are these humans <laughs> worth? We go extinct. Yeah, I think so, man. Like, because. I mean, think of us as humans. We're a weird, like, species, you know? Yeah. Like, the fact that we have, like, dogs as pets and cats and we do all these things. Like, no other animal does that. Like, you don't right. see a lion with a pet dog yeah. or something. Like, they're right. just going to kill it. Like, yeah. oh, you're worse than me or, you know, you're not right. as good as me. I'm killing you off. We don't but need we you. we take them and we dem- dem- make them domesticated. And yeah, and, like, do these weird put things. Put them in our bed. So, like, I think AI, like, the chances of them doing... I've seen your, what, morning, gonna... pi- I've seen your morning pictures with your <laughs> Yorkie. His Yorkie, like, leg on his face. Dude, oh, like bro, he is that best. he's that guy oh, that he's no. talking about right oh, now. Oh no, she's the best, bro. But uh, <laughs> See, that's you're funny. that animal. See, but you're no, the... I'm gonna be the animal to the AI. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. Imagine I'm so just I'm you're, the be the you're the I'm Yorkie. You're the Yorkie. I'm gonna be the Yorkie on the face of, to your, the Tesla. of your of yep. your AI. Yeah, that, it's weird though because it, it is true about your phone. Like, um, like I think about how it's not really going anywhere, and even how easy easier it gets. Like I've had to get a couple new phones uh, lately, and even when you when you um get your new phone and then you type in your information like all everything from this phone just ends up on this phone Mm -hmm. like that's being stored somewhere Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's more than just like preferences like it literally is a a lot of you you Mm -hmm. know i mean Mm -hmm. it's literally oh because you you and i i mean say we sit here and i'm like oh what sounds good to eat after this and you're like uh Dominoes. Let's go get Dominoes, bro. Yeah. I guarantee we're going on our That's Instagram. weird, though. It's that does happen. It's going to pop up on all our phones. But if, if you check these agreements with Instagram, with Apple, with Facebook, they all ask to have access to your microphone, your camera. You don't think those are, you don't think this camera is being used right now? It is. Yeah, it is. Like, that's just. But that also shows how I think how addicted we are to it in some ways that we know, even if we know that, nobody's going to say, okay, well, no, I'm not going to use a phone. Like, mm-hmm. you just. You say okay, that's almost part because of you it. can't live. You cannot live in this day and age without. You're one. not willing to. Like, I mean, bro, I would how fail. You, how, exactly. how would I how sell you, my product? How are you like, how function? would I like? You know, to, how would Instagram bodybuilders bodybuild? You know, <laughs> how, would I, how would I even survive without a phone? Like, that's crazy to think, though, man. That we're that like, but that's where we're at. Because like, we're in. I feel like we're in that that era of. I mean, uh, you're how old right now? Thirty three. Okay, so think of like growing up, for instance, right? Like. 
we went through that phase of where phones were not a thing like they are oh, now. Oh, yeah. Like, you remember having home phones? Like, yeah. I remember having to ask my dad, like, oh, can I, I call my friend phones. to see if he can come over? And I'm all on the home phone, like, asking. Yeah. I remember dropping my sister's first cell phone and cracking it. Like, she was super <laughs> mad. And it was, like, a little, like, you know, yeah. I don't even know what the phone was. I remember yeah. had, having razors oh, and, yeah. and all that to, like, you have these kids now, bro, that, oh, yeah. like, have this. It's bad, bro. Like, I know I have a really <laughs> good friend. Bad, and he uh, he substitute teaches. And he's like, bro, I want to, like, smack half these kids. Like, yeah. they're just walking around, AirPods in. Like, they don't care. They don't listen no. to you. They have they don't care. Like, there's no respect. There's no, uh, you know, they don't, they don't respect authority or anything because they're so wrapped in that. Like... Even at the dinner table, they'll have it propped up and they're watching some some Fortnite stream or whatever. Yeah, and that's I'm the, like, and it's funny. It's always the weird things like that. What well, seems weird to me, but I guess it's not that weird. Like watching people play video games seems weird to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like oh, just watch it. Like that's, that's a career, that's bro. But it is a, it's a full blown career. And like they're making money, bro. Like that's where I'm saying, like, you know, going back to just doing what it is you want to do. Like that's, I mean. I remember as kids we say, oh, like you know, your mom would be like, get off that! Like, what are you gonna do? He Make was a, a professional gamer for a while. That's dope, bro. You really were. Would you play what game? Halo. Halo? Okay. Halo. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what Ninja started with, right? Yeah. I have. I had a boy who was Good super job. good. He was like in the pro comps with like FIFA. Yeah. Um, I mean, bro, it's a it's a full time. No, thing. it like, is. It's I mean, you see these thing. Fortnite dudes. Like, I feel like when Fortnite got big, I played it a little too much, and I got good. But then you stop for a month and you go back. It's and like, bro, you're this little like four year old <laughs> kid is just like destroying me. You know, like gaming is a uh, real thing, but there's money in it, bro, and that's why I don't laugh at it. Like, no, yeah, I think back in the day, people would be like, oh, like he's a gamer. Like, what does that mean? But it's like, bro, these people are making millions. Like, yeah. you look at Ninja, like with Red Bull and what he's done. I'm like. He's paving the way for these dudes, and that I think that's super dope. Well, you look at all these guys that have become even famous from from things that don't even exist anymore, like Vine, right? Like, I mean, the guys mm-hmm. that went to start, like, they were just the ones that hopped on it and believed in it the first, you know? And and you think, like, oh, that's stupid. Here's another thing. But yet they it built worked. their careers and their mm-hmm. life, and they are making a lot more money than you most, know, of, us than most of us yeah, are yeah. off of just believing in something. And I think that that's why there's... There's so much more power, and you can only in, in believing, just having like, like self belief, self belief, and I think when well, I think, and even bigger than that, just faith in the possibilities of what could be. You mm-hmm. know, like live mm-hmm. for the possibilities of what could be instead mm-hmm. of putting a cap and a lid on everything. Like ah, mm-hmm. that doesn't get anybody nowhere, nowhere. and it's yeah. not going to certainly not going to get you. It's anywhere. okay to like dream big. I think you know, um, talking about my partner Edgar, for instance, like. He, I mean, he's been doing the Iron Bullies thing, his clothing thing for, I think, like two and a half, three years or something like that. And it was probably a little over a year ago. Well, go back to probably the first six months. He goes to one of the Fit Expos and gives Cass Martin a few shirts. And she's like a real popular, um, you know, fitness girl in the bodybuilding world, yeah. right? She's probably has like two, three million followers. It's a big, she's a big deal, right? And uh year goes by. She never did anything with his, oh, whatever. And he's just, he calls me one day flipping out and he's like, bro, like go check Instagram right now. And I look and she posted in his tank, bro. And like that night he did like 20, 30 orders or whatever from all over the, all over the world, you know? And to me, it's like, bro, that's where these little things do make a difference. Like he could have went and handed her that shirt and she, "Ah, whatever, threw it away. But the fact that like, and and then a year goes by and he's probably thinking in his head, like she, you know, didn't do anything with it. Her yeah, dog probably yeah, wears it or yeah. something. And then, you know, the fact that she posted in it and now he's been able to build like this relationship with her where he sends her stuff and she's posting his stuff a lot now. Yeah. And I think like, and then, you know, people see that and they're like, oh, oh, wow. Now it's something. Now it's something. But it's like, it's just 
the power of believing and following through and yeah. being persistent, not yeah. not giving up on those things. You yeah. know, you can't. People are gonna turn you down, man. You're gonna you're gonna get uh, you know left on red. You're gonna get yeah. uh, rejected. There's gonna be tons of rejection, but you have to be okay with that. Yeah. Like because when you do get accepted or when something does work, it's gonna feel really good. Yeah. You know, I think that's um a big part of just being successful and you know once again just being fearless man not caring what too many people care like uh th that they're gonna be you know th i don't know their ego is gonna be um uh bruised or something yeah. and to me it's like that's just life man keep like, moving man you gotta keep you gotta keep moving keep pushing mm -hmm. the second you get caught up in, in that kind of stuff is you're just done you know mm -hmm. what i mean if you're mm -hmm. sitting Think about the energy. I mean, you're sitting worried about why you got left unread. What What do you take that energy and put it into something? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Work for 30 minutes on the project oh, that you're working crazy. on. Like, it's crazy. I, so many people will sit there and tell you about how bad their life is. And, oh, bro, I, I can't get these bills paid. And I'm so tired. And, yeah. and they'll tell you for 30 minutes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. why didn't you use that 30 Go minutes do to do something, yeah. to figure out? Like I said, there's so many things to do now, man. Like with our world being so tech savvy and everything like there's new opportunities every single day. And it, I mean, it, it sounds ridiculous, but you can literally make money doing anything now. Like yeah. the, like even the Uber's a thing, bro. Like, I mean, that's pretty sick. Like I know for me, if, if I was in a bad spot and I needed money or I didn't have a job or whatever, I would much rather go do Uber all day than yeah. work fast food yeah. or because to me, like I would just much rather drive people around. I mean, how, how strenuous is that? You're yeah. in the AC, you're driving, <laughs> you're making money, right? You're going to yeah. probably make around minimum wage or whatever around the same, maybe a little bit more yeah. and you end up doing a little bit better. But people just don't have that that drive or that work ethic or that um, just, you know, OK, I am going to do this. I'm be not going to be embarrassed solver, about yeah. this. Or, yeah, be a problem solver. Yeah, there's really nothing to be embarrassed to about. Yeah. yeah, there's plenty. I Tell people all the time, dude, if you're going, there's plenty of money in the world. This is not a money issue. Mm -hmm. This is a, you know, this is a, a figuring out how to get it issue because mm -hmm. it's there. Mm -hmm. It's not like anybody's, I mean, it's, it's there and it's accessible to you if you'll be a problem solver mm -hmm. and, and stick with it. Mm -hmm. you, you have know. to find, you know, find what your worth is and, and find something of worth and then create something with that. Yeah. I mean, even I see people that do video work and I think that's super cool. Yeah. Like because uh, to me like you're becoming an asset to anything yeah. like if you need to do music videos if you need to uh shoot for a brand if you yeah. need to even record something like this like you literally have so much of an audience a, a broad audience to where you create so much business and you get to tell people what you charge yeah you know right. to me that's like that that's you set your own scale mm-hmm yeah. And that's why I mean I commend people that do that. Same with music, same with photo, all that stuff. Yeah, like art, there's yeah. there's very big markets to tackle. I see a lot of people doing um like weddings or whatever. And that's not cheap, dude. If you're no. shooting weddings every month, like you're probably making some good money. Like yeah. and that's a career now. Like, but people are forced to think, nah, if I'm not clocking in and clocking out, um, this isn't a career. You yeah, know, you don't take it seriously. And you should. You know, you should. It's the, uh, I think it's the thing that you set your hand to do and don't stop that it yeah. ultimately. And, you know, also being smart about it and not naive because that's like I can sit here and tell you, oh, bodybuilding is going to make money. I'm going to make money one day. I'm going to win Mr. Olympia or whatever. But to me, I'm just more realistic with it. Like, yeah, could that happen? Maybe. Yeah. But is that my main goal? No. Like I have other aspirations and, and other things I want to do and I can do other things 
while working towards that goal. Yeah. You can multitask, you know? And well, I think a lot of times we have dreams, and so we start thinking in leaps instead of realizing that life happens in steps. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you know, if you're thinking of, well, if this ever happened, that's a leap, dude. Like, what is your step today? Mm-hmm. And maybe that, maybe that step will take you closer and closer and closer to where one day... Mr. Olympia or whatever is a step, but oh, yeah. Yeah. but right now that's you have not, to focus on the now, not, man. What's because your, what's your next? Because you know, by the day something can change. Like I know for me, like you know, my girl's pregnant right now. Yeah. She's 18 weeks. Congratulations! And, like, thank you, thank you. But you know, hearing it, it was like, oh, like you know, I'm 22, man. Like yeah. it's kind of scary, you know. Right. But I think a lot of it is it's how you look at it. Like yeah. I could sit there and say, oh, like you know, I can't I can't follow what it is that I want to do. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Uh, put as much effort into things because I'm going to have this baby and I'm going to have to put more time into the baby. Like, no, I'm just going to have to work harder. I'm just going to have to sacrifice some sleep. I'm going to have to sacrifice lots of things. But as long as I use that as my motivation on to do more, then I'll be cool. You know, and that's why people ask me, oh, are you stressed? No, dude. Like, at first, yeah, but then when I thought about it, I was like, bro, it's up to me. Like, it's up to me if I want to be lazy or if I want to work. Like, we all have yeah. time, you know, because yeah. I know so many people that waste time just at home, like, oh, watching whatever game yeah. or this. And we all get uh, we all get wrapped into that, too you know, man. but I know a lot of people that do it too much where it's like every night they're wasting hours and hours, you know, not doing anything productive. Like yeah. cut that time down and put those other hours into something productive yeah. and see how much you'll elevate your own life and, yeah. and what it is that you're doing, you know, so. It's all yeah. a, it's all a, like a looking at the, the glass half full or half empty yeah. type thing. That's and, why. And prioritizing, you know, mm-hmm. not just what matters, but what matters most. Mm-hmm. And not, not letting anything like, uh, you know, I know like for, you know, I woke up one morning, right after I tore my pack and yeah. I was super like down on myself, like, oh, this sucks, man. I can't, I've been working out straight for seven years, bro. Yeah. Like it's definitely like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a somewhere. change of something. And, you know, I got a call, I was showering and ready for work and, um, I got a call and it was the the imaging center and mm-hmm. they were like, oh, your your MRI got denied. So I was like, bro, are you like, I've yeah. been going through everything to try and get this. Like, are you serious? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, I'm not like, it's over with. It's done. I'll figure it out. On yeah. to the next thing. I'll, you know, hit up my doctor and we'll, we'll go from there, you know? And I just, yeah. I'm not going to, because too many people will take that and like, oh, my day sucks now. And they're going to treat people a certain way. They're going to give off a, a certain type of energy. Yeah. And it's, it. what good is that going to bring you, man? It, yeah. Versus if you're just like, you know what? It is what it is. It happened. What can we do now? Let's move past this yeah, and let's just on. go and, and go about our day and have a good day. You'll be fine, man. A lot of people don't, I don't know, man. Energy is everything, yeah. you know? And I think as long as you're putting out good energy, that's all, that's what you're going to get back, yeah. you know? Cause I'm sure, you know, like, you know, karma is a real thing. Like you, yeah. you put out bad energy, bad energy for sure. Comes yeah. Back. It's, it's, it's a, it's a principle, whatever you do put out, that's what you get back, you mm-hmm. know? And usually you get it back more than whatever you put it out. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of just stay doing yeah. that. I think if, yeah. you know, all of us as people are, are like that, for instance, we're going to, as far as, as Fresno as a whole, like it will become such a, a better place. You know, I yeah. think it's up to, like you said, it's, it's up to us. It's starting with ourselves. And so many people are quick to say, oh, Fresno sucks. There's nothing to do in Fresno. No, that's just you. Like yeah. there's plenty of things to do here. Like, it. okay, what are you going to do in L.A.? that you can't do here. <laughs> right. Please tell me. Yeah. Like that you would do on a consistent basis. Yeah, go to right? Disneyland? Yeah. Like cool. They got Disneyland. I'll give them that. Yeah. You know? But that doesn't mean that we can't You're not going to Disneyland every day. It's like uh, people that live yeah. by the beach and yeah. it's like I love yeah. living by the beach, but how often do you go to the beach? It's like Yeah, when it's there yeah. it's it's not as like it's too common. Like mm-hmm. you overlook it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's you know 
like you said, too many people want to to leave Fresno or or oh, I don't want to like be here. To me, I want to be here forever, man. Like yeah. I want Fresno to be something big. I want it to, you know, I want to help yeah. uh, Fresno and and change Fresno. There's certain areas of here, man, like where people are growing up that are not good areas, you know, right. where kids are you know, not taught, uh, they don't know any better. Like you, you see these kids growing up gangbanging or, or, or doing things they're not supposed to be doing, but that's what they're born into, man. Like yeah. their family is teaching them that. Like it's up to us to help get them out of that and to help them see more in themselves. And that's where I say like, it would bring me more fulfillment, for instance, to have hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? And to instead of put that into a nice car and a nice house for myself, to put that into opening a gym right. and being like, hey man, come work the gym, clean it, you know, at night yeah. or whatever, or come work, uh, you know, clean during the day, whatever it is, give them something to do yeah. and pay them to where they don't, ha they don't have to, to be there, you right. know, give them an outlet. I think we don't, we tend to just look at ourselves too much and not look at other people's situations. I mean, our worst day is, is better than a lot so of people's true. best day, man. So and true. I think we don't really put that into perspective too much. And that's why I never feel sorry for myself. Like if something bad happens, like, Oh, me getting my MRI denied. Yeah. Is that really a big deal, man? No. Right. Like, it's an injury. It's gonna heal. The, yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna work out at the end yeah. of the day. But am I dying? Am I, right, you know, here. starving? Whatever. No, I'm still here. So why am I gonna be so upset about this when there's people out there like that that have it way worse? Perspective, dude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two more questions, and then we'll wrap it up. How long have we been going? Oh, I feel good. like I just ramble sometimes. No, man. it's good, like, dude. Rambling's good. Rambling. People like rambling. I feel like I just huh? Hour twenty. What is your? I know you're into conspiracy theories. Ooh. What's your favorite? That's hard, man. I don't want to like put too What's much your... out there because I'm. Oh like, my no, god! No, I don't want to like. Guy, dude. No, I don't want to rub people oh. the wrong way with certain things. I don't want to put too much out there. I don't know if people <sighs> can handle it, so I'll probably just keep that to myself. No, but... I don't know, man. I think uh, conspiracy theory. <laughs> I've heard crazy ones, man. Like What's like the FEMA favorite? camps, like the concentration camps. You haven't heard of these? No, explain. Like they they're saying that you know. They're saying there's things uh, as far as like um, they're basically saying they're building conccentration camps in America right now. And for who? For us, bro. Who do to you put think? It, to put us in? Yeah, because they want this like they're saying like the the elite, you know, they have an agenda and they who want is like, the elite, the elite, like the, the bankers, the politicians, <laughs> the people up top. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want um, they want to live this utopian world. So I don't know, man, I follow a lot of things and I see like if you look into music, tap into like certain music and, and look into with Hollywood. Right. I yeah. think Hollywood shows us a lot. Is this like Illuminati? Like, is that? Yeah, it's, like... it's sort of. I would not really say Illuminati. I mean, I still think it's 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 once again a conspiracy thing, just because it's. I don't know if it's real or not, but I just I do my own research. I don't ever believe anything. Is like, there any of them that you think like? No, nah, I'm pretty sure this is. I don't think we landed on the moon. You that don't first think time? No, I don't think so. I don't even know if Earth is round, bro. <laughs> You're a flat earther. <laughs> Just kidding. He's a flat I'll watch, earther, dude. I'll watch uh, Let's journey to the uh, to the edge of the land what's and see his if face we fall off. On Joe Rogan, um, uh, the dude that's always arguing him. What's the his name? Eddie Bravo? Is that who it is? Yeah, he'll yeah, yeah. he'll always be arguing him on that. But to me, even I won't accept that that earth is round until I see it for myself. You're that guy though. You're not that guy, Austin. Well, I, just, not, I have to believe, I have to see it to believe it. You're not that uh, guy. But you're just going to trust a picture <laughs> that could be photoshopped. Like, I don't know, man. I'm then, not that. Then why don't, why is nobody ever driven off the face of the earth? Like, wouldn't somebody eventually come to the no, edge? No, because I'm sure there's an answer, but they're not giving us that answer, bro. Who is they? 
Who the, is this? Who is this all powerful? The elite. The, who is the elite? This, these are such exactly. The, they don't want us to know who <laughs> they are. Power states the elite. It's the who. It's the. It's the strong. I think. Well, it's no, the I who, think the, the elite powerful. are like the the bank. The people with the most. Why money. the bankers over and over? Because they have the most money. Because <laughs> they power. have all of our all of our money. I think just money is power, man. I think even you know looking into like what our money is like, you know, if you look at your dollar bill, it says Federal Reserve note. Like that money is loaned. That money is not, that's not money. That's not worth anything. All of our money is loan. So right. if, if I owe you five bucks, I already owed that five bucks. It, it literally makes no sense. Because but that's it, what we're, that's our system that we're structured on. But doesn't everybody have a, like a treasury type system? Isn't that like, that's, cause that's like, isn't that what created free market, like an ability to where we're not just all growing grains and farmers and all whatever, like being able to But then how do we for, get out of debt? If all the money has been loaned from, because it's not loaned, it's loaned from the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve loans. You mean it like to our, our country banks. get out of debt? Mm-hmm. They don't, right? Because the Federal Reserve point. loans it to the banks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so when then, you think about it, it's kind of a weird system because yeah, you're, you're making makes, more it, money and getting more debt, but you're never going to pay that off. So like, why does it like matter? What, what's the point of it? Yeah, I think I think just living in a monetary system is like a weird thing. You know, it's kind of scary when you think about it. Like. <laughs> Like that you go into your doctor, do you really know your doctor's going to tell you what's wrong with you because he genuinely cares about you or because he has to pay his bills? Well, I think that, it's, yeah. That's, that's, and I'm not saying doctors are bad because there's like no. my doctor's very good and there's tons of, t- of good doctors. Bad. Same thing with lawyers. There's good everything and bad everything, you know? No, there is. There's always, um, there's always bad but people But just don't in trust. I, I see too many people in the health well, you industry. Pedestal, you pedestal the position, right? Like yeah. Because you're a doctor that I can trust everything that Exactly. You and I see too many people in the health industry, like I'll know people overweight. And they're like, oh, my doctor has me taking this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, what does your diet look like? Yeah. That's why you're overweight. That's what yeah. got you there. Like, yeah. stop putting all these medications into you and, and you don't know the harm that it could possibly do to your body, you know? Don't, tr- don't trust everything you hear, you know? And that's why when you talk about conspiracies, like... I'm very just open to anything. You can tell me anything, and I'm not going to be like, no, oh, no, there's no way. Like, I'm not saying Earth is flat, but I'm also not, I'm not saying I don't think it's not round, but I won't 100% believe it's round until, like, if I were to see it, you know? Because it's just, like, even there's people from NASA that have came out and said that all those pictures are Photoshopped. There's people saying that we've never even been, there's a certain layer in our atmosphere that we haven't broken through yet. I mean, you know... And even with the first moon landing, like, why would you lie to us about that? Yeah. You know, I think that's the the weirdest thing. Like, how do you formulate your opinions? Is it just like you go off gut or you go off information? No, I go off information. I'll, I'll, whether I'll research stuff or I'll uh, watch videos on YouTube it, as credible or not credible as they can be, <laughs> you know. Um, but I don't I don't like to, like, try and explain to people my positions just because I'm not good at like reciting the information I took from those videos, right? Like they'll right. have certain things like, well, this doctor said this or this scientist yeah. said this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to quote people Cause and not because I don't details, know all yeah. of it. But I know I formulate my own opinion. And then if you tell me, well, no, I think because of this and you give me good points, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You yeah. know, like I'm not going to argue anybody on it. But I mean, I've heard like, dude, I've heard tons of like crazy conspiracies you know where it's like i even have a board game it's a conspiracy theory board game bro yeah my girl like that's does how, not want to play how, it with how me into either. It you are. yeah she does like she hates when i like bring weird stuff up she's like stop you're scaring me stop there's like, no doubt there's a way hey, what do you think of going, aliens well like do i think that they're real yeah um see that's tough i i don't know i think that again i i'm very much side the same with you like what if I'm they're more, the elite i'm more what if they're the bankers? <laughs> what if they're the credit unions? 
Oh gosh! You think the alien is it like the uh, the lizard people? You seen those? There's reptilian. I mean, the reptilians. Reptilians is what they call them. I mean, I dude, I don't know, man. I don't know that the aliens... Simpsons put it in their show. I don't know. I'm I'm a believer in the divine. So like, I can uh, to me like when I look at certain coincidences, to me I think that there are too many coincidences, even within the space of conspiracy theories, to explain with just solely natural means. So I believe that there is for sure more than just us you know mm-hmm. and um but don't you think even the the term conspiracy theory is weird like they coined it to be like ah like we'll use conspiracy theory because then people will not think it's real because it's a theory so you know like it's so like it's reverse all, psychology yeah I think Who is they? Weird. And the elite did this, right? The bankers. I think whoever they, it is they that They sent has out this, an email? Or is it their text I message? I mean, bro, I think there's people that watch us. They're like, look at these dummies, like, just on their phones, like, talking on a podcast. Did you ever see the like, movie The Truman Show? Yeah, yeah, okay. where they all, like, live the, the I've same about, or whatever. Yeah, well, it's like a it's a, it's a world, like, basically that is a, uh, it's a bubble. Like, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. made world. And then there is, like, camera crews and tech crews that are, like, watching this guy live his life. I've thought about that before. I think any movie, like, has lots of truth to it. That's how they show us. Because they're so confident. They. The, the, the bankers. They <laughs> are so confident in knowing in knowing that we're such fools. Like they'll never know. Like, and I think they make these movies, and I think a lot of them there's truth to them. You know. So what do you think it is? What are, What are they trying to it's do? Their agenda, and which is I think they want a utopian world, bro. Where it's but at a that point, of, don't they already have it? If no, because I think I think they have like a certain. Um, I don't know if it's like if they're they're satanic or what it is that they are, <laughs> but they believe in some uh-huh. and and they just want them here and none of us. So so their agenda is to kill get rid us, of us all. off. Oh yeah, I but mean they're playing a long dude, game. Why th- like why I mean, haven't they done that yet? Uh, I mean, why do you think they're trying to ban guns? What if? Why do you think like our our cancer rate is at its highest? Why do you? Th- I mean, I think they are, man. Yeah, but the, don't you think that that's not all? Like, I think cancer rate a lot of times could be at its highest because that's a whole other conversation about the pharmaceutical industry, and I think like driven by money and all that. True, true. Which I think could be also a niche market within a you know array of a lot. But do you, do you think that that's all still controlled by the? Elite is what you're getting at. Mm, I mean, maybe Big Pharma's part of the elite. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I think of like Dr. I wouldn't be Sebi surprised. And Dr. Sebi, you know, who's Dr. Sebi? He was the he was like a holistic doctor. Um, so like when Nipsey died, for instance, a couple months ago, or like two months ago, yeah, he was doing a documentary on Dr. Sebi. And Dr. Sebi claimed to. Are you about to get like an X on my forehead right now? Like somebody's gonna come and nah, shoot me because nah. of what we're talking about? Maybe the elite bankers are listening <laughs> to this conversation. So Dr. Sebi sniped, a, get sniped right oh, through the window. Yeah, we, gotta, we gotta close those blinds. <laughs> uh, Dr. Sebi, he did. Um, he like claimed to cure people with AIDS, like all these, all these like really, really bad diseases, right? And he would like he has a. Um, you can go and look up his information. Uh-huh. He would it would be like fasting for days. It would be certain vitamins you're taking, all this stuff, right? And uh, he claimed to have done it to like seventy people. Well, then oh. he got arrested for it. like, oh, you can't claim that you're practicing like this medical thing, blah blah blah. That's not true. So he fought it in court and showed that he did. I think it was like with seven or thirteen people, I think, in court or something like that. He had showed that he cured the AIDS for without medicine, and then a couple months later, he was dead. Really? He's killed, yeah. And then there was a, I think there was a lady who tried doing a, like a documentary on him. She then died. And then Nipsey, that's crazy too, man. You know? Yeah. I definitely think that there, I mean, you, I don't know. You're, if you, because you're, you're, consider... t- you're, you're short, you know, you're short stopping someone's hustle. You know, you think of like, you know, drug dealers, for instance, like if some dude's selling something on a corner, 
and another guy that's his corner or whatever and it's over a couple hundred bucks he's going to kill you over right. imagine what big pharma is going to do if you're taking well, billions yeah. you know like well it's for sure power and money and you can't look at at pharmaceutical industry and, and i get it i think that there are some people that technology helps but it's like anything used for the wrong purpose or motive it can become harmful and we oh water yeah, yeah too we, much water we, will um, we over i mean that's a whole other conversation but there's no doubt that it is what keeps people um i guess short up in their in their own ways of thinking to think that this is it and the problem mm. with that is because it comes from a doctor then it's okay exactly it, see and, and that's where i look into like like um, psychedelics, for instance, mm-hmm. like DMT. I'll see a lot of people mm-hmm. talk about DMT and like why it's illegal or whatever. But yeah. I hear so many people will have these great stories after using it that they're not addicted to cocaine, they're not addicted to nicotine really? anymore. All these crazy things. Like, why would the government make it illegal if they could just make a facility where, hey, everyone's monitored, you can do it here and this amount per year or whatever. Yeah. And if you're getting these, it's helping like people with PTSD that come back from the military and stuff. Like, you know, people have got rid of their PTSD from having that spiritual awakening from a drug like that, you know? And I think, uh, it's weird that the government blocks that out from us. Like why? Just why? Why can't I choose what goes into my body if I'm not harming someone? Like why, why can't someone smoke weed or why can't like, why do you care if someone's stoned? I think more people need to probably be stoned than not be stoned. You know, like I get these people I'll see at the gym and I'm like, bro, yeah. you are too like uh-huh. just too tense. Chill. Like chill yeah, out, bro. Chill. Exactly. I like, think that there's a thing in society that we, we fear things that we don't understand, especially when society has placed stigma upon them. So I think that that true. is, that is the journey of every, uh, again, you talk about the evolution of humanity. We are not the same community as the one our parents grew up in. We are not the same community as their parents grew up mm-hmm. in. There is evolution. Didn't evolution is is more than the con. To me, when I talk about evolution, I'm not talking about just monkeys rubbing their tails off. I'm talking about, I'm talking about human. We evolve like our society evolves, mm-hmm. and I think that there has to be um, a willingness to cons- to consider, you know, new ways of doing things and new ways of thought. But do you think as a society we're in like a really weird place right now? Because I feel like we are. In what way? I just feel like with everything, like this whole like, like just everyone, like you said earlier, everyone feels that their opinion is that's how everyone needs to think. Like whether you think of Trump a certain way, whether yeah. you think of of um, gay marriage a certain way, uh-huh. whether you think of if smoking weed's okay or not, uh-huh. like whatever it is, like there's these like weird pushes going on right now where it's like, I don't know. It's odd to me, man. Like it's I think super... it, I think it's odd, but I do think that that that's part of. I mean, that's part of the human race. I think that there's always been hot topic items and hot things that, and it's whatever gets hits. Well, huh? I, I think it is, and I think that every every generation every generation stewards a stigma. So I think that there's. I mean, you you look at alcohol, for example, today. It's acceptable, and you can go buy it at the liquor store. Well, it hasn't always been that mm-hmm. that way. I mean, you go back to prohibition and things like that. There was a stigma to the type of people that did those things. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not a, there's not that st- now. Go to wine country and mm-hmm. spend a weekend with the with your friends and go wine tasting, and mm-hmm. it's like completely acceptable. And yeah. I think the and, same and, is happening with with weed. For instance, you think of you uh-huh. know, I remember being a kid like that was 
like it was not like it wasn't known i feel like so many times you meet people now and they're like oh do you smoke you smoke you smoke you smoke yeah. like everyone does or whatever right, right? and like right. back then it was never like that no one talked about it like that you know and so i think that goes along with i think that you you have to just be willing to consider all the inroads and outroads and like anything there are going to be I guess uh, ditches on either side of the road that can be destructive, but I feel like that's with everything. And I think that even even with the you know with um, cannabis as a as point for conversation, people can hold whatever what. And I'm passionate about this. People can hold whatever opinion they want about recreational use. And I think that you know you can decide what you feel is right for you or what you have your convictions about. And it's important for you to own those. But what you also have to, I think, open up for the sake of education and and realize there are things in the pharmaceutical company that are killing people and destroying people. And I think that, you know, with cannabis, there's been a lot of people that have been able to be saved from a lot of mm-hmm. different things and not have the internal effects. I think about my grandfather who was at the end of his life and he uh, just the anxiety and things that he was dealing with as a result of a stroke that he had. And so they put him on all, all of these prescription medications. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you get so many in your system, your organs can't, they can't you know, handle I, it. I was, you know, kind of a proponent of, I, I feel like there has to be natural ways or, or ways to, you know, aside from, aside from this thing that everybody, again, and what I'm driving up against is what everybody thinks is okay because a doctor said so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then to realize that even I think the the cannabis conversation is one that has so much stigma. I mean, even people listening to this now, you're gonna have people on either side of uh, of the fence. But my thing is asking questions and learning. I know you go and ask a pharmaceutical doctor about cannabis, and they will be like, honestly, know nothing about it. Like mm-hmm. there's, it's not even like a like a a, a pro or or against. It's an, it's an like mm-hmm. we we know pharmaceutical drugs, mm-hmm. and that's what we know. And because we don't know anything else, we're gonna stick with pharmaceutical drugs. Mm-hmm. And that's what's I mean. I think that's a, a super important thing because even with in the bodybuilding realm, like with steroids being a thing, and people don't realize, but performance enhancing drugs are in every sport. In bodybuilding, it's just it's known because you see it. Right. But just because these professional basketball players or football players don't look a certain way, you don't think for millions of dollars on the line they're not taking things to enhance how they perform. They definitely are. Right. You know, and, and I'm not saying all of them. No, but it's like where what bec- what what is too far in performance enhancement? You know what I mean? Because the performance enhancement is performance enhancement. Like anything that is yeah. enhancing your performance, right? Exactly. It's it's still there, right? Yeah. But with doctors, for instance, if you if you go to your doctor and say, "Hey, I'm I'm taking these performance enhancing drugs," they probably don't even know what they are. Like they're yeah. not even. It's very hard to find a doctor that's educated on that. Most of them are gonna say, "Stop, just stop." Versus, you know what? If you're going to do this, this is how we're going to do it the right way. Because people forget that steroids, for instance, were brought to America uh, for our, our Olympic team. You know, they That's made, true. Yeah, they made uh, – the Russians were using testosterone. This was back in like I think the 70s or 60s. Always the Russians, dude. And so they, they made Dianabol. It was our, our the hormone that we use that our, our you know scientists and everything made. And they gave it to our hockey team to mm. compete with them. A lot of people don't know steroids were legal until 1990. Four or six is when the steroid act happened. Like, that's why there's videos of Arnold on ESPN. Like, yeah, I take them. Because to them, it was like us saying we take supplements. So it was like an... It, it was a normal it was thing. A, it was, in essence, a supplement mm-hmm. for them. And then what's crazy is if you pull up, like, the medical data of them, you know, you hear these things of, oh, well, doesn't it... it your liver will fail, your this, your that. The the dosages that doctors were even studying on, on say, like a cancer patient, right, with a yeah. muscle-wasting disease, were like five times the amount bodybuilders or athletes are using. Really? So to me, that's a crazy thing, too. And I think, like you said, you know, going back to talking about cannabis and talking to your doctor, it's a very, like, 
they just don't know. They're not they're not knowledgeable on that yeah. stuff. You and know? that's why I think it's the evolution. I th- and I, I think that. One, I think that there's two sides of it. So I think it's important to not jump on bandwagons, right? Because everybody's doing it. This is the new wave and this is what should be because I think that that can be as equally as destructive. Mm -hmm. But I think it is important to don't be so insecure in your own beliefs that you can't ask questions. Mm -hmm. Don't be so insecure in the things that you hold so close to you that you can't learn something new or actually evaluate, hey, could this be better? Could this be helpful? Or what place does this have in our world? And knowing that, again... (laughs) <laughs> and it's tough for people to hear, but you got to go back and look at how li- look at how life has evolved from the 20s to the 30s to the 40s to the 50s to the 60s all the way into 2000. We are not the same, yeah. and we are not staying the same. Isn't that trippy to think about too? Like the 20s, you yeah. know, to now, like how different it is. And that's only a hundred years, dude. Yeah. Like we're nothing. Like no. Earth has been here for so long, and like that's only a hundred years. Yeah. Like imagine. A hundred years from now, right. what human? If humanity's still here, bro, I think AI might have, yeah. have taken over at that <laughs> we point, may and be gone. we might be a pet. We bro. might be just like... living on a, on a television, like <laughs> we might be the pet of the bankers, laying on the bankers' faces <laughs> in the. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, that's crazy. oh gosh, that's crazy. But honestly, I think that you know that's to me that's the importance of you. Everyone needs to have their own convictions. I think it's really, really important, whether it be in in faith or politics or whatever. Like, I think it's important to have an opinion, opinion, because I think that through conversation, that's what help helps move the ball forward. But I think that there's this other side of the coin, where you have to be really willing to consider and to reconsider, and to have conversation for the sake of productivity, not just for the sake of like being right. Yeah, because you could, if I sat here and said. Uh uh, I don't know if Earth's round. You can be like, dude, you're stupid. Yeah. Earth, Earth is round. You right. know? But like, right, right, right. instead, you're going to be like, well, what makes you think yeah, that? Or why don't that? you believe it? Yeah. You know? Like, even if you agree or you don't agree, like, at least you're asking. And it's like, hey, I maybe I put out my opinion. I tell you, boom, 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 boom. And you're like, uh, I'm still not buying it. Yeah. And okay. It is what it is. You know? But I think... Um, um, it's important to oh, yeah. to have that and to have opinion, but to to be okay with... Your opinion, it's an opinion. That's all it is. It's an opinion, It's man. not, you're not right, you're not wrong. You're just, that's your opinion, and everyone is entitled to their own. When you think about even with politics, people that choose a political party, the reality is they don't really know, like most people don't know more than like two topics within their political party that they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know the ins and outs of that. Not at all. It yeah. just, to me, it just shows the, you know, we possess this, well, I am a Democrat or I am a Republican or I am an you have independent. To grasp something. Yeah. That's what and, I am. But, and because I am that, you come at me and you're, you're this and I'm that. Well, I'm going to let you know why. But it's like, dude, like, have you even like listened to what or you're thought saying? or like mm-hmm. considered why you believe what you believe? Like, do you really, I just feel like we get, that's to me, that is the, <laughs> You know, that is how we have become robotic, where we just are existing, you know, and not stopping to evaluate. Let's mm-hmm. dig in on this. Let's mm-hmm. figure if this Yeah, could... and not just, like I said, like, you know, with, with politics, not just trusting what you see on TV. Like, if you, you know, want to have an opinion on, on, you know, your political party or who you want to be president or whatever, do research. Do lots of research and yeah. look into it and form your own reason your own opinion why you chose whatever side or you right. voted for whoever like don't just because you see something on the news oh yeah no like yeah that people don't realize that's all put out there for a reason oh like, yeah you know it's all um you know it's it's um what's the word i'm looking for uh what not like influence but like um like controlling the narrative or what yeah like controlling like the propaganda? narrative i guess yeah propaganda that's yeah. what i was looking for yeah that's that's all it is you know so i mean you just 
form your own opinion and, and educate yourself. I tell everyone with whatever it is in life that they're looking at, don't just because you tell me, hey, one plus one equals two, like don't just believe that, like figure out why or or yeah. you know formulate your own reason why and then move on like yeah. don't don't be so naive to just believe because so many people are just they don't know what they're talking about you know i'll, I'll talk yeah. to people about business and they'll come to me and i'm not saying i know anything about business but they'll come to me and they'll just start spitting out all these numbers and, blah, and i'm like but what do you have to show for that yeah. like what's your company grossed what have you done what have you know how have you branched off and there's there's nothing but they have all the they have all the information but they haven't done it that yeah. doesn't make sense to me if you have all the information then you've done it or you've done it and that's how you have the information yeah you know it's, it's that simple it's like anything else to me you know be willing to hear somebody out but don't let that be the end of the world if you disagree mm -hmm. you know be willing to be heard but don't let that be the end of the world if they're not willing to listen yeah and at the end of the day you got to remember that you are still responsible for your life and so whatever your personal convictions would be keep those yeah and uh yeah. don't try to project those on other people and don't allow other people to project theirs onto you but don't let it to be a space for division yeah let just we're just different you know and that's okay we're all that's what we're supposed to be you know to me i think that there's more at play i think that our differences are what make us stronger i think that sometimes when we're too much alike it actually makes us weaker it's like if if i'm a if i'm you know a doctor bodybuilder musician and I need and and some plumbing goes wrong in my house. I don't need a bodybuilder. You know, I need a I need a plumber, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I need somebody. I need somebody who's different than me. I, I yeah. can't call somebody you who's don't the want same me doing as that. no. Yeah. So it's like, to me, that's a picture of like our differences make us better. Yeah. And if we could see see that that way, you think what? Yeah. Well, you're crazy. Okay. Well, I still think that our differences actually in the long run can make us stronger if we'll learn to have respect for them 100%. and um, and realize, man, we're all just, even the people that have, you know, the greatest sense of conviction about what they believe, we're all still on this ride, you know, trying to, to figure it out and doing, and figure out what we're doing. Yeah. Doing our best. So, um, hey, did you get that video that I told you to get like an hour ago? Dude, you seen, have you seen the, um, you know who the Nug boys are? You know, the, do you know, uh, what about the Vitaly when he does like, do you even lift bro? You ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. So, these are the grunters. Let's see if this is funny. There we go. Let's go. Rep for rep, baby. Rep for rep. Rep for rep, baby. My thing when I watch these videos, I feel like I'd be like, you guys are clearly doing something stupid. You're trolling. You're trolling. You're trolling. Yeah, Look yeah. at the guy's face. The scary part is the guys not trolling that are really just doing that, you know? And that's... <laughs> like, let, let, let's break this down. Uh -huh. What do people think they're getting out of doing that? Like, do you think, like, oh, I look... I think it's, like, they think they're more intense. Like, what the louder say? I am and the more mad I am and the harder I chuck this weight at the ground, <laughs> I'm intense and I look buff and I am buff. Like, is that what it is, bro? Because I've always just been like, I'm going to scare people. Like, there's an old lady next to me. She's going to be like, what is going on here? Like, There's people, I think, that do it for attention and then people that, like, just have their headphones in and don't realize how loud they are. Because <laughs> sometimes I've done that and been like, that was loud. You need to, you need to, <laughs> you, everyone's you need to cool at you, it, dude. Huh? Like, you're, uh, you're deadlifting. That's, that's and the worst. I think the worse than that is like doing something in the gym and knowing someone just saw you do it. And it was like, like if you fall on something or, or something smacks you in the head. Like I remember <laughs> one of the first times I went to GB3, I, I pulled the, I had the 
big old lap pull down bar uh-huh. on the cable, right? And I pulled the pin out and it came out and smacked the back serious? of my head, bro. And that thing was heavy. Like, and I mean, think about it. Like, okay, the, you pull it out, it's a 10 pound weight. The bar is probably uh-huh. heavier than that. And, it's, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like oh sitting there. Or I had, uh, I fell one time um, on the Smith machine. Uh-huh. Oh, squatting was a bunch of weight, bro. It uh-huh. was like 365, right? Not a bunch of weight, but it's uh-huh. a lot, right? Yeah. On each side, this was at Cedar and Knees. And I come up on my last rep, and like right when I lock out, uh-huh. I go to rack it, but I miss the rack, bro. But I give out with my legs, and the weight rips me Are back, bro. And I come back, and it's just like boom, it smacks around. The Smith machine completely breaks. Everyone comes running over. I feel stupid, bro. I'm like, that's the oh. worst. When that happens, there was a guy the other day. I was at the gym, and he was bench pressing, and he went to rack it, and he missed the rack on one side, so all his waist just oh. fell off. <laughs> but I don't know, like, I don't know. Do I run over there and help him, or just like act like I didn't see? Because I feel like part of me is like he, he's clearly embarrassed like yeah he's red as yeah. tomato you know and it's I, like, I mean i think you help to a certain because i've seen people do dumb stuff too where i'm like bro you were gonna hurt me and you at the same time like i had a guy and um i was on i was on a smith machine doing like incline bench and he was on the next one and i don't know what he was doing but he had those little um those like little platform things right yeah. he had like three of them stacked on each other and he had to have had like five plates on each side of the rack bro just a normal old looking dude and he like unracks it he's standing on that all the way at the top unracks it and i don't know what happens bro because i was moving away all of a sudden it comes flying down just like mine really? did and the plate like literally was probably an inch from hitting my foot and i was like bro you know how pissed i would have been if you broke my foot like because i've dropped a 2.5 pound plate on my foot and that's yeah, like game brutal over. a 45 pound <laughs> plate uh, with that much velocity like that's not why do some people though do things that like it's not necessary like there's certain workout <laughs> movements like dude you can you could work that muscle so many different ways so and bro. so like, much like, more effective why are we, why are we doing it like, like this? It, it's very like always see um or like the, the sideways like chest press one i'm like yeah. bro, that's not what it's made for like just you like you really don't need to be doing that unless you're but I, very but i feel it I like, feel it. Uh, I mean, it I works think, the it works the like they always have an excuse for yeah, what it Yeah, I think it's just so like or like they're doing like an upside down curl. I'm bro. like, bro, that doesn't make it any more effective. Like just do the move. People try to reinvent the wheel, I think. I think a lot of there's a lot of uh bad trainers out there too that that teach these things cuz what separates you from me? Well, I, I have all these cool exercises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't see those. They must work. Like, yeah. I think it's just basic thinking when it's like, no, man, like, this is the stuff that works. Like, stick to it, progress in it, and you're going to get I feel results. Like, too, like, isn't it like the place? Like, if you go to like a, a standard, like, powerlifting box gym, like, it's fully acceptable to like drop your bar and like slam your bar and have your shirt off. But you go to chalk, like, you go yeah. to like GB3, it's like, not here, dude. No, like, you know what no. I mean? Like, don't be, I feel like you got to know your, know your space, like, know yeah. where you're working. No, it's a health club. Like, respect that. Like, it's not... um, You'll never hear me grunt or something like that. It's just different environments, man. You're in a completely different environment. Like, uh, it's bizarre to me. Like, how do you not recognize, like, when you're yelling that much? Like, people are not like, ooh, that's like... Bro, if you're squatting that much weight, people are just going to look and be like, dang, that is a lot of weight. But you grunt to people and be like, dude, that isn't just annoying. Like, you know, especially when it's not with heavyweight. It's like... I don't know, man. I think it's an attention thing or uh, just a lack of awareness. You know what? It's entertainment to me. I am always entertained. Yeah, I know. People. I'm just like, because then you make eye contact with other people that are listening and yeah. everyone's just like, bro, is this really happening right now? <laughs> this is really happening, you know? Sometimes the people, though, it's like they don't even know. They don't even know. Like, some people just don't even, like, you just you just don't know. They're you just clueless, get, yeah. You just don't get it, yeah. do you? They're like, they just, they're in their, their, their zone, I guess, bro, and they're just they're a beast you know so you have to let them do their thing i don't know it's it's you'll see the people uh 
you know, hit, hit their weights or whatever and just, just chuck them. Or, yeah. like, they're doing the cable flies and just let go. Like, can you set it down, yeah. like, gently? Like, <laughs> you don't have to just let go. Like, it's going to smack, and yeah, eventually yeah. it's going to break, you know? Like, it's – I don't know. I, I, once again, I think it's an intensity thing. Like, I think guys think, like, oh, the, the, the like, more hardcore I am, like, I'm more intense or something. Like, that doesn't do anything for you. Do like, you think that bodybuilding-style workout is the only workout – like to look good, look good. No way. No. You think that there's other? No, I think I think I think the reason why bodybuilders look like bodybuilders is, yeah, the training. It's more hyper uh, hypertrophy type training, yeah. um, but it's it's the nutrition, man. Like I think if you're if you're a power lifter, for instance, if you know how to to um, gauge your volume and your frequency, your rest, all that, like. You can build a good physique, I think, doing – it's just going to be different. Like, yes, with bodybuilding, you can probably build the best physique, right? But yeah. you're not going to be the most functional. Like, I'm not functional at all, man. I can't – if you ask me to go play basketball right now, like, you would run me on the court. Yeah. You know, like, it would yeah. be bad. But, you know, if you're into CrossFit or Olympic lifting, powerlifting, I, calisthenics even, I think you can still build a, a really good physique by – average standards you know not a uh, not a good bodybuilding physique but right. if, if you're just trying to build a to good look physique, good yeah most of that's nutrition anyways because the leaner you are just the the better you're gonna look you know but obviously if every day i'm going to the gym with hypertrophy you know that, that's what my training program is geared towards then i'm gonna you know obviously build a different look because that's what i'm going for but if you're going because you want to bench 405 so you're you know um working towards that and structuring your training program towards benching that, yeah, you're not going to build the best week, but you're still building muscle. Right. As long as you get leaner, you're going to look better, you know? Yeah. So it's just a lot of powerlifters are usually heavier because they need more weight to, to be It's tough, too, because, like, you know, there's the conversation of, you know, do you – should you practice fitness to look better or to feel better? And I feel like feel better, you'd say, but – there's also like a space where it's like you don't feel better mm-hmm. until you get to the place where you can like maintain or get to a place where you can actually feel better. Cause I feel like that's some, never, bro. But there's something like um like there's been times where my diet's been super killer. Like right, like mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm eating the right things that have not just not just like my my caloric intake, but like my um, like nutri- actual nutrition, mm-hmm. right? Like the quality of the food. quality of mm-hmm. food, like the fruits and the vegetables and things that have actual. I feel like there's been times when I've been really on that, and I've eat and I feel like so alive. You feel like, better, dude. Like recently, like probably six months ago, I was doing some some of that, and it was some was part of a cleanse. But I was like, I I didn't know it was possible to feel this good. But then, like right now, I'm tr- I'm trying to lose some fat and stuff and kind of really uh shape up so i've been doing more like um like macro stuff and like mm-hmm. d- you know dining like that. well it's not necessary i'm not necessarily getting all that same nutrition so that but there's almost like a pain in it even though there's results mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's where i mean with anything else in life i think lifting is there's fads and i think the the if it fits your macros or whatever was like a huge fad when i was first got into lifting and everyone's like oh eating clean stupid like you just you gotta if you hit your macros you're good and i was like okay but there's a balance right because macros no doubt works like i mean oh it's basic thermodynamics right but i think for bodybuilding purposes no because i mean say you take two twins right say we have two of you right here okay and your macros are let's just say to diet down for a show are 200 grams of carbs 200 grams of protein and and 60 grams of fat right Mm -hmm. And say twin one is eating, uh, you know, chicken, rice, almonds, greens, you know, all all good foods. That's that's what their meals are 
you know, having them every single day. And the other person's doing protein powder, hot Cheetos, and butter. Yeah. Is that person going to perform as good? Is that no. person... I, I I don't think they correlate 100%. I think, yes, it's okay to to swap some things out here and there, especially if you're not into, like, the competitive side because you don't... You're right. not going for that, like, best, best look. You're just trying to look really, really good, yeah. you know, which you can do with that. Because even for me, like, if I, you know if I'm trying to lose weight or whatever and all day I'm busy and I'm not able to get meals in or whatever, if I want to have some cookies at night or whatever, I'm going to do it because I know, okay, I've only had a thousand calories today. I'm not going to get fat off eating five cookies right now. Like it, that's just not how the body works. So, and some of that is some of that necessary though, for the sake of getting, cause like, I don't know, like you see somebody that may be like, um, really may have a lot of body fat. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to get to a certain place before they like maintain like no, no doubt more of a drastic diet is going to get you there faster, right? Yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's better. Because I think, you know... You might be better off, what, playing the long game and just... Yeah, little, because little I think little. I think what's best and what people don't... People are always like, oh, let me do keto. I can lose all this weight. Okay, but are you going to stick to that keto diet for the rest of your life? No. It's impossible. Stop thinking of it as a diet. Think of it as a lifestyle change. I think macros are the easiest way to make a lifestyle change because you then just become more aware. Like, okay, you know what? I yeah, weigh this you right know now. know what you're eating. I can maintain this on 2,500 calories a day. So you might not be hitting that every day. You might be a little under, a little over, but you're able to fit things into there. So you're able to maintain that. I think that's what's good about it. Um, but as far as for bodybuilding, it's not practical because you need to time your meals before your training, after, just to enhance your performance, you know, because the better your performance, the more muscle you're going to build, the more fat you can possibly burn. So right. I think that's when those factors come into play. But if you're just you know, a regular person who wants to be in good shape, you don't don't focus on the little things. Focus on the few big things and build off of that. Do you think some of it, some of it from that I see in people, maybe I can just speak for myself. I find that I, I know that diets. Do, I mean, they 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 produce results, but not long term results because you can't maintain them for a while, Ever. for forever. Very right? few people. Um, and there's it's there's no fun in that. Like there's no fun in life when you're just trying to when you're doing that all the time. So you Bro. know that. But at the same time, like there's a part of me that is challenge driven. So like, give me restriction and tell me to stay do that for six months or you know three months. My mind locks into that as a challenge. Like, let's do it. Yeah, almost mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. produce where if it's just and I like, think that's a good where, thing, where, where if you're just to say, oh, just make it a lifestyle, I need something to, I need something pushing me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and maybe it's just figuring out what that is. No, I think I think that's good as long as you're not like blowing back up. Like say, okay, you know what? I'm going to force myself to do keto for 12 weeks. I'm not having any carbs. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And you do it. Okay, great. But now look at it as, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore, but I still want to maintain most of this weight that I've lost. Yeah. How can I do that? You right. know, and that's where a lifestyle thing comes into play because, bro, it is not fun. Like, dieting down for a show, like, I don't care what anyone says. It is miserable. Like, I've done it, and uh, a lot of people ask me now, like, about competing and stuff. And the place that I'm at in life right now, like, you know, living with – you know, my girl and, and dude, we went on trips to Disneyland and I was dieting, bro. Yeah. Like, you know how miserable that is? <laughs> like no having fun. prepped meals, like, yeah. bro, it's, I'm all about quality of life, man. I'm not, yeah. to me, competing is not that big of a deal right now. Like right. if I need to do it because, Hey, it's going to elevate my business to the next step, then that's my motivation right. to do it. And that's why I'm going to do it. But not because, right. Oh, let me go win a first place trophy. Like yeah. I just, I don't care, man. If you don't think I look good, I'm not offended by that. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, 
doing this for me and I you know, want to build my own physique and see what I can do because there's always going to be someone that looks better than you. There's always going to be someone more shredded. There's always going to be someone bigger, stronger, faster, whatever. Why are you going to compare yourself to these other people? It's not – it's within you. It's what you're building. You How know? are you drawing the line between then quality of life and a life of like discipline? Like people can say – well, I don't take, I don't, you know, work out because I, where I just like eating all the time, or I like eating anything that I want because it's about the quality of life. Where do you, where you, how do you draw um, those lines? Because there's certain times because you I, need, because I live the lifestyle, I think. Because, but I, I mean, for like, mo- where do you think most people, I guess, maybe should draw those lines? Because you see people that there's no doubt that I mean, people don't take their health seriously, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like the, that should be very and, important, and, and it should be important because you're not able, whether it be to be there for your family or your kids or your future to be able to actually do the things that you want to do. Health is like a, a you know vitally important part of that. Mm-hmm. So there is this tension between you. The, the, I mean, food is is a huge way that we enjoy life, right? With mm-hmm. people, it's, it's such exactly, a social thing now. Like, yeah. Oh, let's just go out to eat. Let's go. And I, it's no fun to take again your meal prep to mm-hmm. someone's house. Mm-hmm. Like I've done that, and it's like that's not that's lame. Ah, you, uh, you know, man, that's a hard one. I think it's just it's just knowing what it is that you want in life. Because I know for me, for instance, like ninety percent of the time, I love. You know, I don't mind eating chicken and rice, ground beef and rice, steak and potatoes, oatmeal and eggs. Like I, like I said, I, I truly enjoy this, and I think it's because I've done it so young that it's just it's all I know. Like it's yeah. normal to me to eat six times a day. Like yeah. people look at me like, bro, that's so weird. Like I eat, I don't even eat in the morning. Yeah. I have a snack and then I have dinner, and yeah. that's all I eat. I might snack on something before bed. Like that's normal yeah. to them, but to me, this has became so normal. So I think for the for everyday people that are trying to find that balance it's just it's i think it's the calories man focus on your caloric intake cuz let's be real like the most overweight people to lose weight is not hard right. like for instance when i got injured this is 5 weeks ago from this past wednesday so a little mm-hmm. over 5 weeks I was 211 pounds in the morning. I'm 191 right now. So I've dropped 20 pounds in five weeks. And mind you, that's with a lot less exercise. I'm only able to train legs intense. I'm able to do cardio. And then I was training just one half of my body to, you know, still stimulate something and just to keep my mind, like, motivated. So, like, hey, I'm not going to just slack. And then when I have to come back, be, like, super not driven. You know, I wasn't going to do that to myself. And now, because it is healing, I'm able to do some things with this side of my body and everything. But... I mean, that's 20 pounds, and I would say I'm in relatively decent shape. So it's like for someone overweight to drop 30, 40 pounds, it's not that hard. Like, yeah. just don't – you can't make excuses. Like, every day, you know, I've been telling my girl, like, because she's pregnant, she's craving things. So it's like, hey, let's go to McDonald's. Let's do this. So I just figure out for me, hey, I'm not really that hungry in the morning, so I'm just not going to eat too much early in the day. I'll go to work, maybe have a protein shake. I'll try and keep my calories low early in the day because I know at night is when, oh, we're going to watch a show. Oh, I'm trying to eat something versus, you know what I mean? I just kind of fit that in. You know, it's really just knowing you and, and, you know, trying to work around that and then just having some type of discipline. You know, you're not always going to be perfect. I wish, though, like even what we were talking about earlier, I wish that. Even with our educational system, we would teach more people on this stuff because to me, like, that's half the challenge for me even now is just, like, learning. Like, there's so much you realize. Like, it's different. It's not just learning your food groups, but knowing, like, how that all works with, like, your body Mm -hmm. body and your metabolism. Nobody knows. What your calories, like, should be, what calories are in what, how that changes if you use certain spices or sauces or whatever. Like That should be taught in, in, in school, man. Like, it... Yeah, it's your health. Like I don't know why. Well, it's more the, more in your life than yeah, most other things. Yeah, the basic principles. But you know, 
I think it's up to us to realize that uh, being in America, that we are an obese country. You go to yeah. any other country, like my sister has traveled to Spain, Germany, all these places, and she always tells me when she comes back, like, you know, you buy something and, like, the serving, the portion size is so small and – you know, if you buy a soda, there's no free refills. Like we're so accustomed to these things here where everything's just, oh, it's 20 more cents for a large. Yeah, just do a large. Right. And then free right. refills like we're so accustomed to that. And it's just kind of getting out of those bad habits and creating new ones. Right. You know, like for me, I don't drink any regular soda. I drank soda all growing up and then I didn't drink soda for a while. And then when I started prepping for my first show, I remember like having cravings and I think my coach at the time had told me like, oh, it's okay to have diet soda. There's no calories in it. So I started doing that. Well, I've turned it on to so many people in my family. And just from making that one switch alone, because if you're drinking two Pepsis a day or something, like you're getting probably at least four or 500 calories, if not more from that. So you switching that to diet, that might be cre creating your deficit right there. So how does that really work though? Like when something says no calories, but I mean, it has stuff. Uh, in it, it has under five. So as long as it's under five calories, legally they can the But FDA. what else is in it? Like, the, is all the other stuff okay for you? Like, I always think about that even when I see certain energy drinks, right? Like, I mean, bro, I drink a lot of diet soda. Like, if anyone were to die, it would probably be me. From and it like, doesn't, you don't, like, it, no, it obviously no doesn't affect, like, your fat storage or any of that. No, or, because, because of thermodynamics. Basic thermodynamic dynamics yeah. are, you know... The only way to gain weight is if you eat more calories than you burn. The only way to lose weight is if you burn more calories than you take that's in. That's the basis. That's energy. Calories are energy. That's all they are. So that's the basis. If there's no calories in it or one or whatever, the thing is, is most people to maintain their weight need a couple thousand. So you drinking two, three diet sodas, even if at most that's 10 calories, is it's not going to throw off your weight loss. You know? What about like the study? Is it true? Like the, what is the, um, you know how they used to say like sweet and low causes cancer and all those kinds of like. I think everything causes cancer. Who, yeah, I mean, you who know? really knows these days? Mm -hmm. I think, I think causation <laughs> and correlation are a big thing. I think they do some of these studies and it's like, yes, if you're overweight and you have all these health issues and you're drinking diet soda, like they're, those issues are probably just there because you're overweight. Yeah. Like same thing with sugar. Like they made sugar the enemy, right? Not knowing that carbs are sugar. That's all carbs are. You take in carbs, your body turns it into glucose, which is sugar and uses it as energy. So me taking in a sour patch kid versus a strawberry versus oatmeal, they're all carbs. That's all they are. It's yeah. just, they classify it as two different things, right? It, or, you know, the strawberry that, that has sugar in it. Like, well, car it's all sugar still once the body processes it, you know? So, but you couldn't eat, I mean, Sour Patch Kids, is, I mean, the uh, strawberry is going to be better for you, right? Um, Micronutrient-wise, yes. But if you're not overweight, I don't think it's going to have, like, a, a health repercussion for yeah, it. You just nutrient-wise. You would be surprised, man, if you just are not overweight, like, the amount of, like, problems you save your body from. Like, the yeah. reason why we have so many problems is because we're overweight. So it's really working on that and getting that that under control. And then we're, obviously don't eat. If you're eating Sour Patch Kids every day and that's your carb source, like, yeah, you're going to have issues. But me drinking diet soda, for instance, and, and the stuff that goes into it, um, there's studies done on all those things. Like in, for instance, aspartame is one of the big artificial right. sweeteners. The amount you of diet soda you would have to drink to like harm yourself with that. It's like 48 liters or something. Like it's a crazy amount that in like an hour, like you're going to die of water intake before you even get mm -hmm. that much aspartame in your system. But so. that's what you're saying. Causation versus correlation being you may you may isolate one thing as a cause but there's also a correlation of what about all the other things that person in your life in your life or is mm -hmm. taking in because 
you know, somebody who may have, you know, diet soda or aspartame, the chances are that type of person with those types of um, lack of disciplines or behaviors, there's probably other things in their life that could be causing this. It just happens to be that this is a common thread. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the people that were a part of the, I don't know what the group that the was study tested, wasn't study controlled. Group, it yeah. wasn't controlled. Exactly. Like these people weren't following. But that's what that concept is, right? Exactly. There's other exactly. things. So I think, you know, I tell people to each their own. If you don't want to drink, if you don't drink soda at all in general, good. Stay with water. But I know for me, I like diet soda. That's what I do. And, you know, that's <laughs> what I do. It's who I am. Do you, do you <laughs> except do me you? for me? <laughs> Let me do me. You do you. Are you a big guy on like people talk about listen to your body? Is that something for you? Or are you the kind of uh, guy that don't listen to your body and tell your body to? I mean, I think people lie to themselves. Yeah. They're like, oh, my body says I need pizza. Because I know my body's <laughs> saying that every day. Yeah. You know, but I think that's more my mind and my yeah. taste buds. But no, I think you have to be instinctive and, and know, you know, if. It's hard, though, to be instinctive, man, because, like, I feel like I've been doing this for a while, and it's still hard for me to know, like, when to eat more or not eat more because your your brain plays tricks on you, especially yeah. when you get really lean, you know, because that's why, you know, all these bodybuilders have coaches because it's easier said than done. You can get down to 8%, but then getting under that body fat-wise, your brain's playing tricks. Oh, yeah you, yeah, you need more carbs. Yeah, you're flat. You're flat. You well, need dude, more. that's the hard thing I see even in, like, older people. Like, I see this – I saw this in my grandfather before he passed away, and then I see it in my grandma now. Like, they think, well, we don't – you know, if we're overweight or we're fat, well, let's just eat less, mm -hmm. you know, and they'll have, like, a little bit of soup every day, and then that's it, all they eat. And that's it's terrible. Like, it, it, you know, it's that backwards thinking of, like, even talking about, like, um, like the six meals a day thing or doing things to fire up your metabolism. What's weird is – I remember when I went on a thing when I was doing like six meals a day and I was off of that before when I started doing it, I almost in my mind, I'm like, I'm getting fatter. Like there's this, there's no way like this could be working because I'm taking in so much and I was working out a lot, mm -hmm. but it, it was my mind. And the mm -hmm. more I stuck with, stuck with the program and stuck with it, you start seeing the results. And I think that that's the thing for a lot of people. They is just don't stick with it. You can't, you can't just go with. Like you talk about, you have to use your intuition, but there's also this part of, I think, like education too, like to know that diet is not as simple as don't eat, you get skinny because you can don't eat and eat one meal a day and actually gain more weight. Exactly. And not <laughs> only that, like differentiate weight loss and fat loss. Like we want fat loss. We don't want weight loss. We that's can right. all drop water weight, intestinal weight, um, food that's still not digested in our stomach things like that, but we want to lose fat. You know, we don't want to lose muscle. Like you want those things on you. So don't like, I know my mom had told me a while back, she'll go on these like diets and she was like, yeah, we're doing the 500 calorie uh, a day diet where Monday through Friday, you only eat 500 calories a day, which is nothing. And then Saturday and Sunday, you eat whatever you want. And I'm like, that's creating such a bad relationship with food at that point. Yeah. Like, people have this weird thing of like, cause I, I used to be the same way. I would eat one Oreo and I was oh, my diet's messed up. I got to eat the whole thing. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you can't, you can't think like that. Like it's okay to do that. It's not going to throw off your progress because what is going to throw off your progress is then you eating the whole thing and then right. you going and getting in and out. And then, you know what I mean? Like it's that. And then also everyone's body is so person to person, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I know certain people where they can, the way they eat, I'm like, bro, how do you stay that shredded? And they're like, I, just, I eat like this. And, like, it works for them. But I know for me that's not going to work. Like, so it's boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know some people, bro, they can eat, like, just yeah. crazy. Like, they can eat four or 5,000 calories a day and still maintain abs and be good. Oh, and like, still look good no matter yeah, what. Yeah, like, I mean, when I, was, when I was up to 211, I had a bet with my, my partner at the time. 
and uh, I was trying to get up to 220. He was trying to get down to 220. And, uh, I mean, I was 211 in the morning, and I, I still had abs, but I was not, like, lean. Like, nah, I wasn't yeah. comfortable, like, oh, I'm going to just take my shirt off whenever, yeah. you know? Um, and I was probably eating – I mean, dude, I was eating, like, a Ben & Jerry's every single night. Like, really? that's how, like – it gets hard, bro, to eat that much food. Like, yeah. you're, like, literally sick of food, you know? And so, you know, with – um um certain people they might eat that same amount and they're not putting on any weight you know everyone's metabolism is different that's i know tough part, i know though. some people that can look at a burger and they get fat you know <laughs> like that's me. It's, it's it's crazy so it's knowing i think with you asking like being instinctive or instinctual or whatever yeah. like that is a big thing too it's it's learning your body like yes you have to follow okay these are my macros or I want to eat these foods, but listen to your body. If you, if you know you're eating six times a day and weights coming off, stick to it, man. Cause who am I to tell you? No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Are there because ways science says, are that? there ways to fix or change your metabolism? Like if you're someone that has a slow metabolism, I mean, I know there's things that they say that you can do to speed it up, but is that pretty much what you're stuck with? Pretty much. Really? I mean, yeah, you just, uh, it, I mean, a lot of people ruin their metabolisms by a lot of these like bad diets and, and doing these crash diets. You'll really slow it down because your body, I tell people, your body's made to survive. It's not made to get shredded. So mm. it is always thinking survival. So if you, for instance, yeah, are, it's not thinking look good. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. <laughs> it's gonna fight you on everything. Yeah. So if you're thinking, okay, you know, I want to get shredded because summer's coming up. I have to. I'm going to Vegas in four weeks, so I'm gonna go super low calories. Your body is then going to adapt, and it's gonna know. Okay, we're not getting in a lot of food, so let's slow our metabolism down so we don't eat it all this fast, so, so we can survive down. longer. Yeah, and that's what it does. So you then do that, you're then slowing your metabolism down. So a lot of people will reverse diet; they'll diet down to get really, really lean, and then they'll slow. It's hard, but they'll slowly add in calories. I'm talking like 30, 40 calories, like nothing. Yeah. So you have to be on point with everything week by week by week to where they build up their metabolism to where maybe they can then eat a couple extra hundred calories a day. But for the most part, like what you're given is what you're given. I know some dudes that can eat whatever they want and they stay shredded. Me, I'm not that like I got a big appetite. I'll definitely get fat if I do that, you know, so I don't know. You're kind of you're kind of stuck with what you got. It's genetics. It comes down to genetics once again. So that's a part of it, too. Like for some people, they don't have a lot of people that that like I have um, friends that can't gain weight and they're like oh this is miserable bro i hate eating in and out every day i hate eating chipotle every day i yeah. hate it and i'm like what yeah. like yeah. you hate your life like yeah. i would love trade. can we bro. trade <laughs> like yeah can we trade <laughs> can we trade dude? <laughs> oh. but yeah man so that's just the reality of it though and it, it, it can be tough but are you the um i was working with a trainer one time and he had this like this uh he would say like feed your cravings rather than like basically his principle was rather than go off the rails, like if you're really craving something like, like what you were saying, let yourself have it, but just don't go all out. Like mm-hmm. have a cookie. If you're craving a cookie, that I would, bad. I would rather you do Ra- that rather than just saying, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. He was saying, if you do that, eventually you're going to fall off when you fall and off. You're gonna yeah, mm-hmm. And you're going to binge. Yeah. And way I worse. can vouch for that. And that's why I think I stand by like diet soda, for instance, because I would much rather. And if someone's trying to lose weight, them come to me. And I tell them, hey, if you're craving something, have a diet soda versus no, still drink water. And then they end up just binging and then they mess it all up anyways. Like it, you got to give people some leniency. You're not going to be perfect. You know, I think people try and um, um, go all out for certain people. And it's you can't take that approach. Like, you know, we were t- before we went on air, we were talking about that, that yeah. team I'm doing right now. And a lot of them are younger dudes. And 
they're they're telling me like, oh yeah, bro, I eat once a day. So I'm like, yeah. okay, obviously they're you know 150 pounds. I know that they need to eat a lot, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not just gonna throw. Hey, bro, for breakfast you're gonna have six eggs, six right. eggs, two cups of oatmeal. Right. They're gonna be like, bro, what? I, yeah. Like, there's no way. So you slowly have to like get them used to doing that and build it up. You know, it's it's yeah. like anything else. So yeah. step yeah. at a time. I didn't know. I'm still tripping out. So if it's zero calories, then that I mean that counts as zero, zero calories. So it's yeah, not like affect. gum, for instance, um, diet soda, Crystal Light. It'll say zero, or it'll have like the less than sign right. and five. So, but I mean, less if than five isn't really. Yeah, like Powerade Zero, all that they have Gatorade Zero now. Like I tell people, stick to that, man. Like don't do the. I mean, if you're gonna drink soda, just just drink diet, you know, because there's still chemicals and everything in regular soda, yeah, you know. So if you're gonna if you're gonna not drink water and you're gonna take something like that, definitely do Water's diet. Water's still the best, though, right? Oh, 100. percent I mean, that's what our body's made of. My girlfriend tries to always argue me on it because I'm like, oh, my head hurts. She's like, drink more water. I'm like, babe, I've drank tons. She's like, no, you had two diet cokes today. I'm like, that's still water. She's like, no, it's not. It's not water. And I'm like, yes, it is. But it, I mean, it's fluid. Well, she'll still argue me on this. She'll probably it's watch fluid, this and be but pissed. But it's not like real. Just yeah, it's water. not water, bro. Yeah. It's not water. And I and I know that because she's like, well, are you peeing more when you drink diet coke? I'm like, yeah, like I'm going all the time. Like, so my body has to excrete it some way. So it's clearly hydrated me that's my argument you know yeah. but um i'm like it's a conspiracy theory <laughs> like it's the, <laughs> but bang, no, it's the water, bankers dude oh, yeah water is <laughs> definitely the the best man drink that the most and you know but it, it anything in in excess is going to be bad so obviously i think if you're drinking that's 10 diet life, cokes though, a day huh? yeah I mean, that's, that's just life that's like life anything. man you drink too much water you'll die oh. like remember they had that on the radio show that one time or it was milk or something yeah. and they died of too much hydration or whatever like <laughs> same thing you know with Obviously, you know, you can if you have a cookie, it's okay. But then if you're having a hundred a day, you're gonna get overweight. Like it yeah. that's just that's just life. That's yeah. the trade off. So yeah. You see Arnold get kicked in the back? Dude, he got drop kicked, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but did you see the other clip? No. So there's I did, saw where he didn't budge. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So cause there's the clip of the one of him up front, right? That was yeah. the first one I saw. And, I was, and it bro, looked like he got he got took out. Like this is like WWE. <laughs> and then I see the other one and this full like barely moves. <laughs> the, and he's like, Yeah, I was like, what was that? <laughs> oh, dude. And the guy was like screaming, I want a Lamborghini or like what? Something crazy, the bro. Guy I, that kicked I think him? he was trying to go, obviously trying to go viral and I don't know. I don't know why he thought he'd get a Lamborghini doing that. Like, you're gonna catch a lawsuit uh, now, bro. And Arnold's you got enough money lost to your Lamborghini. Yeah, chances. yeah. Arnold's got enough money to piss away. Where he's like, "Yeah, I'll sue this guy. Whatever." This the kick. Oh, bro, Play this it, is dude. crazy. He's <laughs> videoing, dude. His Adidas on. I know. He's a goat, though. He really is. Should be coming right now. Not a care in the world, bro. Yeah, just on his phone. Just being Arnold, man. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, look at him. Just uh, Oh, Adam 22 puts that dude, I love this dude. That just doesn't seem like a good, Look at him standing there. Look at his stance. Like what like, what just happened? What like, just bro, happened? What dude? would you think if someone told you you just got drop kicked? <laughs> look at that guy. He's going to choke him out though. <laughs> is is that like his bouncer? Is that just like a bystander? Look at him. No, it's got to be. <laughs> look at how he <laughs> Oh. Why would you drop kick someone though? Like, why, and why would you drop kick Arnold Schwarzenegger of all people? People, bro. Like, but what goes like, what goes through your of all, head? The idea bro? of a of drop a, kick, both feet though in the air, right? <laughs> like not just one, like both feet, right? Both feet were in the air. Like, why would you do that? 
I mean, I get like one kick. You know what I mean? Like lift one leg up, but both legs up, dude. He probably woke up and had a real bad. What does day that say about that, you, bro? I'm giving like, Arnold both legs to the back. That's what I'm about to do. I mean, I don't even know how to throw a drop kick like that. Like, I <laughs> think like I would that, injure myself. That would hurt me yeah. way more than it's going to hurt, hurt you. the person. Yeah, because Arnold said he thought it was it. just someone that like pushed him from the crowd. <laughs> like, that's such a beast statement. And he's oh, like, I how old, know. bro? I just he's that like, somebody was pushing for. Me. I thought it was just somebody in the crowd. How old is he? He's like in his seventies. My guess would be seventy. You know how old he is? Because I, I was at the Mecca, uh, the Gold's Gym Venice. Seventy one years. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gold's Gym Venice, like I think month and a half, two months ago, uh-huh. and I talked to the front desk worker. He's like, oh yeah, Arnold comes in here every morning. I'm like, bro, that's so sick. Like yeah. this dude sees Arnold. I think he said like Kendrick Lamar was in there. Really? Fifty Cent, like. Cause that's like where all these people in LA go to train. Cause it's like the bodybuilding yeah. spot, you know. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, you just get to see Arnold. He probably cracks jokes. Like, you know, he's probably a cool dude. Like, yeah, you, can, you tell. can just tell. And I feel like I look at him as like he definitely paved the way for bodybuilders. Like, he's the only one that. I mean, bro, you look up Jay Cutler for instance, yeah. Mr. Olympia. Yeah. The quarterback comes right. up in the NFL, and he's not even a good quarterback. Like, <laughs> the Mr. Olympia will not pop up if I ask. Yeah. If I'm in a room of a hundred people and I say, hey, do you know who Phil Heath is? You know, who Sean yeah. Roden. Like, maybe one might know, bro. So, you ask Arnold, everybody knows Arnold. So, like, he definitely did it the right way. I just don't think... There needs to be more personality in bodybuilding. More people like him. They're they're funny. Like, I remember watching Pumpkin Iron. Like, that was sick, bro. The the camaraderie of those guys and how they were with each other and everything. Like, that was cool. Like, that culture was... And now it's like everyone, oh, no, I hate on you because I'm a bodybuilder and I'm a buffer and... It's so like superficial. That's it, man. And it comes back to I mean exactly how we started off. Like you got to know your know your course and be willing to to do it. I think that you miss out too on uh, when Arnold was doing all that. He didn't know that there's going to be guys sitting at a table talking about him one day. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he yeah. was just he that's was just, so sick, he was bro. Just living like, the dream and going yeah. after it. And I think that that's you know stick with it. Yeah. And uh, in the end, you'll be surprised what just a little bit of work every day gets you. Yeah. Yeah. Austin, thank you for stopping by. Yes, thank you I for having me. It. Thank it's been you, fun. everybody. I think. I'm keeping. I'm keeping it out for the bankers, though. I don't trust Bro, these bankers. Don't these man. Don't power. trust them. Don't trust the diet soda. Uh, <laughs> don't over. trust the aliens. Don't let your. Don't <laughs> trust your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Please don't kill me. <laughs>